What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, and I'm sorry about what happens next. And I'm the mayor of the best small town in America, Jonathan Buttigieg. And we have a special guest. It's friend of the show, Val Flight Cub. Hello, I'm Val Flight Cub, and I'm Precious Cargo in here. <laughs> hey, Welcome. I'm Precious Cargo in here. I'm, I'm Precious Cargo in here. Hey. Good start to the episode, me doing that. Um... I, this episode needs to come with a disclaimer right at the top. Yep. Yep. This this is the episode where Brenda Hampton decided that she would try her hand at a storyline about some complicated topics. So, mm-hmm. content warning for... Oh, boy. Uh, sex Should we just work, say it? Sex work. Child sex trafficking. Child sex trafficking. Yeah. Uh, abuse. Also... It's, it's, Harassment. It's fully an episode that centrally features sex trafficking. Thanks, yeah. Brenda. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah. And in addition to that, uh, just a whole lot of talk about uh, sex work. And mm-hmm. I do want to put a disclaimer up at the top, which is that this is not an issue that I am super knowledgeable about. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm not going to throw my hat in here too much. Other than to say that everything that Brenda Hampton thinks is definitely wrong. That was what yes. I was thinking. I was thinking, man, I'm not familiar with sex work, but I know it ain't this. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, this is Season 5, Episode 7, Property Not For Sale. Oh, that's why it's called that, huh? Isn't it Episode 9? Uh, Doesn't matter, but it does. I think it's Episode it 9. It is Episode 9. I don't know why my note said 7. I don't know what happened there. Uh, See, I was thinking this from the perspective of, like, Ben or Ethan being like, that proper, she's my property and she's not for sale. See, that's the thing. It's multiple meetings. Ah, Brenda's really, this is sort of a double title watch. Yeah, the whole episode kind of has themes about, like, men treating women like property. Ah, it's Mm -hmm. feminist. There's just some great equivocation between, like, Ethan and Kathy and Ben and Amy. Oh, oh, yes. And sex trafficking. And also sex trafficking. So I just really quickly, um, after watching this episode, I figured out what is wrong with this show. It. Are you ready? Are you ready? This show would be good. Okay. It would be good if it weren't for the fact that the acting is terrible and the writing sucks shit. The acting is fine sometimes. (laughs) I disagree. Uh, I think it is good because the writing is so good. Well, that was just my whole... I think the actors are doing <laughs> their best with the material they're being given. I think the show would be better if it wasn't written a by uneven. a bunch of boomer conservative Christians. The thing is, some of the actors are good. Some of them aren't, though. No, no like, you don't they're, like... They're not well, doing a good job. But also, the, that's, the fault, that's the fault of the, of the casting... Who yes. Brenda, who casts and all of the- I, I, I can only imagine that Brenda Hampton personally handled all of the casting. I mean, extra mm-hmm. number four, um, fucking Lindsay, the human pretzel. You know mm-hmm. that was Brenda's choice. 
Well, mm-hmm. okay. Well, but, though I will the, say Keith probably Lindsay did. The human pretzel was the best part of the but show. I will say Keith probably did uh, have a hand in casting Francia Raisa and Megan Park because they have. Oh, the well, I would say that he had more. I would say that he had more of a foot. In I was it, gonna but. say that. Yeah, he said, "Wow, they have very nice feet. Put them on my show." Anyway, this sucks. This episode is written by Brenda Hampton and Elena Rada, directed by Keith Truesdell. Uh, Star normal culprits. Bad. Bad. Very so, bad. Let's just hop into it. Bad. Let's hop into the good. I do want to. I do want to issue a formal apology uh, to our friend Val, who was on the show twice. <laughs> you know both what? Times. You know the risks. You signed the the contract. You get you get some bad episodes. Just the luck of the draw. What can I say? Yes, yes. I I I saw the um the episode. I won't say what they are, but I saw the episode summaries for like a couple episodes from now, and just like <laughs> two or three weeks from now, I'm like, oh, this seems like a pleasant, kooky episode. Oh, the one that I gave Roy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, me, in fact, let me just do a quick. Control F, cool teen. Nope, oops, nope, didn't oops, have one. Uh oh. I do have a cool teen moment this episode. So okay, Ethan and Kathy yours. are on a date. Quotes, sort of, yeah, sort of. And someone Ooh. is running late, and that someone. Mm-hmm. Now you may be wondering. So the adoptive parents are here, and you may be wondering why Ethan is here, and I am also wondering why Ethan yeah, is here. Yeah, it seems like they agreed that they wouldn't do this, but you mm. know. I'm sure that Ethan will be cool and normal and respectful and not... So why can't they have children? Well, they can't have children because they have um, <laughs> Tay-Sachs disease, and he really wants to know that. And he also wants to know uh, what they... He has. Well, he wants to know a lot of things if they're religious. Um, as soon let's, as they let's, sit let's down, Let's pull back starts... a little bit. Yeah. They're, they're sitting here at the restaurant. Uh, they're waiting Jeff's for the only them. barn grill, of course. They're uh, waiting for, for Ethan and Kathy to show up, and they're already there. So Ethan's like, yes. wow. Yeah. People who are late suck shit and don't deserve to adopt a baby. And then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, um, oh, here we are. We didn't, we didn't see you there. I'll oh, I'm sorry. We sorry. didn't see you. Ha ha ha. Oh, aren't we nice? Oh, we're so and nice. the guy, and the dad is like, and we agree. People who are late are very disrespectful, but we were on time. And yeah. Ethan is like, yeah, well, eavesdropping is disrespectful too. So. Okay. Uh, the couple's name, by the way, Jonathan and Sonia. So we do get names for them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then then they sit down with them, and Ethan immediately is like, "Could you so wait? Did you, have, you have did you have trouble seeing Jonathan and Sonia from the b- I, bright light emanating from them, <laughs> the radiant <laughs> beams? It's kind of a, a white haze. Yeah, um, that's green. The so, nicest yeah. adoptive parents who have ever existed. So uh, they sit down with them, and Ethan just right out the gates is like, "So why can't you have kids?" Maybe you're not meant to have kids. Mm-hmm. And yes. Yeah, well, he says, says they're they not meant to have it. kids. He says they're specifically not meant to have kids because one of them is a carrier for Tay-Sachs. So. Well, no, he, he didn't well, he know asks, that. No, no, no. He, he says why. They... He says why. And then they say, and then he says, oh, well, maybe you weren't meant to have kids. No, you're wrong. He said that before. Anyway. He did. Uh, Ethan asks if they're religious, mm-hmm. which was the moment where I realized that, uh, a certain fan fiction that we've been reading for Patreon did just rip this scene right out of the show and change the names on us. Huh. Hmm. Huh. This was, this was, uh, Lauren and Jesse talking to Nora. You're right. Yeah, they were like, so, so Nora, why can't you have kids? And then Nora was like, I don't know about this relationship for you, Lauren. It's the oh, fucking yeah. same scene with the same dialogue. God, it, it is, so- yes. Because Ethan's asking a bunch of shitty questions. They're answering them really patiently, or the mom is, or the woman is, and then the guy is like, man, this kid, this kid fucking sucks. sucks. Shit. 
And Kathy's yeah. like he, kicking he, him he, under he the he's table. Inspired by Camille, he wants to punch the shit out of Ethan, but he mm-hmm. is restraining himself. He is restraining mm-hmm. himself. He didn't do it. He, I think, uh, I think Sonya did kick Ethan. Also, <laughs> yeah, Kathy and Ethan are uh, Kathy and Sonya are both kicking Ethan under the table. Then uh, we get Ethan. Mm-hmm. Ethan is like, "Are you financially stable? Why don't you want to answer my questions? Are you hiding something?" And then Kathy under the table starts texting Amy, "Help! Uh, Come and get please. him immediately." Please come and get him immediately. Mm-hmm. Amy's like Amy's like in couch and she says, Ricky, mm-hmm. can you go get Ethan? He's uh he's he's on his bullshit. He's, he's doing Ben again and Ricky's like mm-hmm. I'm not moving. You know, I'm in college and I'm in college I gotta cook and clean and do my homework and do a paper and also and my poor life and, and, yeah, I'm the and best. I'm holding down a job and all that like Ricky, you literally only pay for diapers and gas. Yeah. You have the easiest. And your 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 boss offered you like a high paying executive job once you finish your four year degree. <laughs> you have nothing to complain about in your life. So Ricky's like, "Why don't you do it, Amy?" And she's like, "I'm already dressed for bed." And he's like, "It's seven p.m." And she's also like, Ethan is. She should have said Ethan is not my responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember uh, when well, he was think- for an episode. I think if we rewind, uh, you'll find that Ricky, for some reason, decided that Amy is uh, Ethan's. Keeper. Ethan needs a mother. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes my wife needs to be the parents. <laughs> so uh. then, oh my god! Um, so Ethan, okay, okay, all right, okay. So Ricky is like, what? What's what? Why do I need to pick him up? He was supposed to have a ride home from from the couple who's adopting the baby, mm-hmm. which is. A heck of a plan, considering that they didn't know that Ethan would be there. <laughs> what a great point! I guess point. Kathy was just like, "Oh my god, uh, yeah, come along. They'll give you a ride home, I'm sure." Yeah, you know the other maybe thing. Maybe they I thought volunteered was... to give Kathy a ride home, and just Ethan was like, "I'm sure I'm included in that." <laughs> you know the other thing I didn't understand. Cutting back to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, is the next thing we hear is uh, the, the Jonathan man saying, what do you mean if I get transferred? Why wouldn't I take the baby with me? Which makes a lot less sense when you find out what this guy's job is. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Get transferred. Oh my God. Can we just say? He's the mayor of a small town, but not He's just any small, small town. town. What if he gets transferred? He's the mayor of an award winning <laughs> small town. Yes. Oh my God. I, that, I mean, you I know think- what though? Yeah. I think Ethan asked that question. I mean, he asked that question without knowing what the guy's job but was. But the guy does he, know what his job is. Instead, right. but yeah, but like, but the problem with the question isn't like, hey, that's not applicable to my situation. It's just, what do you mean if I have to move away? Why would I have to move away from the baby? That's true. Like, there's never what, a situation where I'm going to have to like, go away to college. Your job says the one condition is that you can't take your baby with you. Right. What if, right. What if you well, get, I'm, I'm what afraid I have to put um, my career first. What if you get drafted into the military? Will you take the baby oh. with you then? <laughs> Of course. I, 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 there was one thing that we didn't talk about when Ricky was talking to Amy, which is that, uh, cause he, he says the reason he doesn't want to go pick Ethan up is cause he has a paper due in two days. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Amy says, well, just go pick up Ethan and then come back. And then you got the rest of the night to work on your paper. And he says, fine, bye. And he's all mad and he leaves. Mm-hmm. And Amy does an evil smirk. Well, she's evil in this one. She, I didn't understand what that was. Cause it looked like just a regular smile. She's happy. But, that like, he was not happy. She's happy that she's evil. In yeah, this one. Hands. She's like, ha ha, I persuaded him I've by telling done it. him to do it. 
Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, restaurant. What? Ha- oh, so, oh, oh, yeah. The, Kathy said, or they say to Kathy, "This seems like a bad relationship. Uh, this guy seems like a fucking creep. I don't want him around our baby." Uh, and which, then Ethan, Ethan <laughs> says, fair. Ethan says, "Yeah, I gotta make sure the precious cargo gets to the right port." And that's when Sonia kicks him under the table, mm-hmm. and then she yes, says, "Stuff that's that- our daughter you're talking about." And then, th- okay, this is this is a great moment. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Kathy and Sonia start talking to each other in Spanish. Unsubtitled. And it's and it's playing like sort of dramatic music. Like I'm supposed to be like, oh my what God. Are saying? Uh-huh. But the fact that there's no subtitles kind of suggests show, that I'm supposed to be sympathizing with Ethan right now. The show fucking yeah. loves to do unsubtitled Spanish. But it doesn't always. No, sometimes. Well, but it's a full conversation. It doesn't make sense for there to be no subtitles. Well, but yeah, also, I think like, Jonathan right. reacts to it. Brenda like, wants you to be Ethan in this scene. Because he's be like, right. Oh no, what are they saying about me, Ethan? Because Kathy is, and, and I'm sorry to, to put myself in Brenda's shoes, but but you may think that uh, giving your child to the most popular mayor in America, Pete Buttigieg, <laughs> is a good decision. But Brenda says that Kathy should be taking responsibility and raising that baby for herself. So in this situation, Ethan is correct, and we should be on Ethan's side. Oh god, I don't remember if Kathy keeps the baby or not. I really hope if she Kathy doesn't. keeps the baby, I'm fucking done. She she better not. Yeah. Um. So, do you guys speak Spanish? No, no. So the conversation that they have. Oh Sonya's shit! Like Sonia is like, okay, does this guy speak Spanish? And Kathy's like, he barely speaks English. Uh, <laughs> and Rad. and Sonia goes, do you like him? And she's like. I'm not really sure. Did, what does she and say? And the mom is, the, the woman is like, Sonia's like, maybe it's not a great time for you to have a boyfriend. And Kathy goes, what does it matter to you? And then Sonia's like, hmm? that's the dramatic conversation that they Why have. Why didn't we get, <laughs> you know what? Why didn't we get subtitles for that? You know, the question yeah. that I think no one is asking that should have been asked is, why is he here? Why did you bring why him is here? He here? Why did you bring this, this boy here? Literally last episode, they talked about how he wouldn't be here. Yes. So. Yes. We well, we are, get to that, yeah, later. Yeah. We have the Ricky doing the thing he loves to do best, which is say, I told you so, and say that Ricky, he's right. He, he's lecturing so Ethan much like and Ethan's dad. Well, yeah, this, that's because yeah. sometimes the parent needs to become the parent. <laughs> he's saying, uh, Ethan, you're an asshole. You might have put this adoption in jeopardy. And Ethan says, good. Maybe she'll keep the baby. God! Right. Oh, my God. I can't wait for him to be correct and right. It, this is so, I don't, like, this is why such Why is Ethan, why does he want her to keep the baby? This is, the, this is the, the, the fucked up thing about this episode for me. I mean, besides all of the other stuff, but uh-huh. this is so clearly like a revisiting of the situation that happened with Ben and Amy, except yeah. like now it's, it's like the, it's like the writers like rewatched season one and we're like, oh, it's actually like really fucked up that Ben like randomly comes along and like wants to be the dad of this girl's like child and I like think... is trying to force her to not have an abortion like it it it's such a like hey maybe what ben did like shouldn't have been done and was creepy and was bad i think that is the, i think what i could believe is that that's what the writers think but brenda thinks something else and everyone yeah. is trying to convince Brent. Like the other writers are sneaking in lines where Ethan's being a fucking creep, and then Brenda's and, like, "And and mm-hmm. where Leo is coming to understand that what he did was yeah. was not good for Ben." And then Brenda's yes. like, "Brenda's like, 
Um, excuse me, Amelia, did, why did you put this line where Ethan, where Ben apologized to Amy? He was doing the right thing. Why is he yeah. apologizing? Why is he so apologizing? Weird. And weird. why is Ethan framed as the bad? Why are people yelling at Ethan? Shouldn't Margaret so, be praising Ethan for what he did? <laughs> so, so the scene where Ricky is, is, um, admonishing Ethan, he's like, you're a child, like you're 15. And Ethan is like, yeah, well, you were 16 when you decided to be a dad. And Ricky... <laughs> Ricky is like, first of all, like, that doesn't mean it's a good idea. But he also is like, I was 16. <laughs> He's, yeah. But he does and check this out. And way more mature than you. Like, he says, okay. if I could have done that over again, I never would have. Never mind. What if? Yeah, he trails mm-hmm. off and Ethan's like, go on. And the, okay, go here's, on. I, I decided this is my cool scene Say moment. Say you wish your son was never born, Ricky, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, but, but, but Ethan has a, a great, a great fucking line here. Uh-huh. Uh, which is, Ricky's like, you have no idea how hard it is to be a parent as a teenager. And Ethan's like, blah, blah, blah. You have no idea what I'm capable of. <laughs> it's <like a> joker. <laughs> when to you test intru- my abilities. When you introduce <laughs> me to the baby, can you call me joke? Can you call me Ben? <laughs> so, right? so Ricky tells Ethan to drink a big cup of women respecting uh, juice and that he needs this is the life of a child and it's about Kathy's life and her choices. You need to back the freak off. He says yeah. back the freak off. E- uh, Ricky, and Ethan, very Ethan rare. takes the glass of women respecting juice and he kind of turns sideways and he leans his head back and pretends to drink it. But you can see it just running down his side. I'm going to give mm-hmm. Ricky a rare cool teen moment for protecting my virgin ears. yeah Uh, such a tv moment this is okay here's another bad moment so finally real quickly imagine uh the previously on which is less than like five minutes ago previously Uh on jack oh grace if all it took was me to say i wasn't gonna have sex with you anymore dude i fucking talked to you about this he doesn't say that no i'm i'm telling you what he does say he says, oh, if all it took was me saying I'm not going to have sex with you anymore, that it's for us to date again, that that's all, then I'll do it, because I love you. And then Grace and Jack are making out, and he says, can we go, can we, we don't need to no, go all the way. No, he says. Can we, can we at least go halfway? He specifically says we don't have to yeah, go all the way. Yeah, but then he immediately says, can we go halfway? Right, which is not having sex. I'm done asking you for having sex. I am going to start asking you for blowjobs every day. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so that's not um, at Jack all out of line with Jack or the things that he said. Okay, Jack but- and Jack and Grace are together and they're not having sex, which is I think a really interesting um, direction to to put their send their relationship in. Now that we're in season five, well, it's okay. a brand new. You know, thing. Jack really wants to have sex and Grace doesn't. So what if they were together but um, they wanted different things and weren't having sex? And Can Jack I- was like frustrated oh. about it, and then Grace. Is like, no, it's good. And Jack's like, no, it's bad. Can Grace introduce- is specifically into it, though. She says it's, it's so, so hot, hot that not, not having sex. sex. Can I introduce mm, a new possible the twist? The thing ever, not having sex. A new twist that we could put on this plot that I think would even spice mm-hmm. it up a little belt. What if Jack wasn't having sex, but it was Madison that, that he was dating and not Grace? So it's sort of something that already new. happened. That was season two. And well, three. so I have an interesting that that you know what that that me- makes me think of um, something that I think would be really interesting. Okay, and, like, totally out of left field. This is totally out of like if Jack died. This is no. This is just okay. Um, they would never do this because it's like so different from what the show does. Uh-huh. But Jack really wants to have sex, right? And yeah. Grace really mm-hmm. doesn't. 
What if they were together and that was all they talked about was that Jack wanted to have sex and Grace didn't? Okay, but what if Jack wanted to have sex so much that he had sex with someone else and cheated on Grace? And that would be something really new and juicy. Because they're together. Sorry, I need like a 20 minute break. Uh, All of my Emmys just fell all over the place when you said that. (laughs) So Grace has a a chastity fetish and Tom comes in Mm -hmm. with a big plate, a big pyramid of brownies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably uh, you you know what I in I, those I don't trust any brownies yeah, in, this in this guest, guest house. house. Absolutely Tom, not. Get out of I, here. It was so strange that those were so central. Like there's a he comes in with the brownies and they're like, um, Tom, we need some alone time. And he's like, okay. And he very deliberately like puts them down on the counter. And you see a shot of him like putting <laughs> them down and walking out. And then you see we like never, never see seen again. again. It was weird. There's a shot of Snoop Dogg smiling also that was just sort like, of super impo- superimposed over the brownies. It's such a, like, why is that there? <laughs> I don't know. We just need to know that Kathleen, as a Christian mother, is always baking delicious treats for her family. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Speaking of Kathleen, point. she's kissing George and telling him he can't spend the night, so he has to go home after they kissed. Confirmed once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but it's but it's like funny parallels, though, because Jack and Grace were also kissing, and she was saying, oh, you can't spend the night. And then mm-hmm. Kathleen is kissing George and saying, you can't spend the night. It's like funny parallels. They were and also he... reading a funny book that we'll find oh. out about later. Oh, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about uh, I forgot about it. I forgot about it. You forgot? About, how you could you have forgotten about, about 50 Spices? Well, it was, spices. I watched the episode a few days ago. <laughs> I, I have forgot to say, about so the book. Before so, we get to the book, though, uh-huh. it's so like... It's weird that this is a show about, like, teens and they always show, like, the parents and stuff, but the parents, mm-hmm. weirdly, are, like, still talking like teens. Like, Kathleen is like, George, you have to go <laughs> All home. All they talk about is sex. But it wasn't like, Well, it's, it, too, it's like, you're adults. Like, they don't say the word sex. Like, George Come is on, like, Sandy. can I stay over? And, like, we don't have to do anything. And Kathleen's like, oh, really? You think you're going to sleep together and not do anything? You can say the word <laughs> sex. Like, What? Well, she's Christian. She's Christian. She can't say it. She is Christian. And Come on, Kathleen. I want to make love. Mm. Yeah. So, so Ugh. George, George is like, oh well. What if we take another look in that book? And she that says, book. that's not a very nice book, George. I don't even know whose it is, mm-hmm. and that'll pay off great. And yeah. so they do more kissing, it's and then seating. she slaps him on the ass as he leaves, which is another funny parallel from the time that Grace did that to Jack. I mean, the other way around. Why is Jack George now? Yeah, so then Tom walks downstairs. Also, why is, uh, I, I'm annoyed watching scenes with Kathleen and Jack, I mean, Kathleen and George, because, like, George actually has, like, charisma, like, the actor that plays George is, like, energetic and, like, fun to watch, and I'm just he can, like- He can be funny occasionally. Like, I can't George take is the garbage character man. Why bad. Val hate? Like, but it's, he's fun to watch. I hate it. Like, I when liked- she spanks him on the way out, he, like, does a little jump. Like, it's funny. Well, he's, he's he plays a t- funny TV dad. It's just that he's a yeah. funny TV dad who sometimes encourages his daughter's uh, f- fiancé to make her jealous so he'll have uh, she'll have sex with him. So Right. George mm. is a piece of shit, but the actor can be funny, whereas with Jack, yes. there's nothing good about the character or the actor. No. So, so yeah. Tom comes home, or Tom comes in and he sees his book, 50 Spices, which mm-hmm. he fired an employee. <laughs> For, for reading it at work. Fired he fired someone. Someone is reading 50 Spices at work and kept it. And kept someone it. Is which is going, just theft. Someone is going through a financial <laughs> crisis right now because they read 50 Spices at work. Oh my god. I didn't even think and about he that. read like, it not a on principal. the bus? 
Like someone yeah, doesn't have like, someone doesn't have health insurance anymore because they read Fifty Spices at work. Well, that's what they <laughs> fucking deserve. Can you imagine if you like oh. went to work and you're like, "Oh, fuck this job. I'm gonna like bring in my Switch and just do video gaming today." And then your boss sees and it's like, "Hey, you're fucking fired. Give me, Give that. me that. That's mine now." <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you know what? Capitalism robs us every day, so. Yeah, so Kathleen is like, Tom, you shouldn't read dirty books like that. And he says, it's not dirty, it's sexy. And besides, I don't have a girlfriend anyway. And she said, okay, so here, okay. Here's the thing about this. Okay, this is Brenda Hampton heard about Fifty Shades of Grey. This is funny Mm -hmm. to me because because Fifty Shades of Grey does have terrible, like, views on relationships and on women. Yes. But Brenda does not understand that and she's just like, this book This is, this is what's amazing Books that are sexy are bad. Yeah. This is, this is a Fifty Shades of Grey take that I don't think I've ever heard before. (laughs) Like, I think I, I, I just I, I don't think Brenda Hampton knows what Fifty Shades of Grey is. She, she just, just knows like, it's risky. About it and she was like, oh, it's a dirty book and left it at that. Because, mm-hmm. okay, what what's happening here is Kathleen is like lecturing Tom. She's like, Tom, books like that are dis- disrespectful towards women. And as a young man who's never had sex before, you shouldn't be reading that because you'll develop warped expectations. And Tom is like, uh... Well, actually, I have a new respect for women. I didn't I know. never knew that they let you do things like that. I didn't that. know that and a woman says, could survive a helicopter crash. <laughs> and she says, they won't do that. And then Tom says, oh, yeah, they will. It's right there in the book. It's right there so, in the book. Brenda Hampton heard about Fifty Shades of Grey, the sex book, and she just assumed, I guess, that the the book, because it was a sex book, was because it's I think it's like from the brain, male she, perspective. Right. Well, she she heard that there was a sex book, and she just was like, "Oh, pornography." So she just assumed that Fifty Shades was a book primarily being read by horny young men, <laughs> because she can't conceive of women wanting to do sex, let alone kinky fuckery. No, you know no. that if if someone on the show is reading Fifty uh, Fifty Spices, she would have taken the book, but she wouldn't have read it. Anyways, right. Jack says right. the thing you love to hear from your partner after you kiss them, which is he says. Ooh, that was frustrating. That was frustrating. <laughs> Wait, and we yeah. need to go back for one second. Okay, yes. Kathleen please. is like, when she's talking to Tom, like, obviously this was a line that, like, Brenda wrote and then found a way to put in the show. Right. Because it's like, young people like you who haven't had sex shouldn't be reading these kind of things. Yeah. But, like, Tom isn't, like, he's an adult. Tom yeah. was married like, he for lives a little with while. His, his, no, yeah, he wasn't. Like, like, Tom had a family a, for a little while. He's a VP. He did have a family. He's a VP of HR. Uh-huh. He wears a full suit to he work every day. He did a lot of phone sex in the kitchen back in, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> and, yeah, like, to, to have it as, like, but you're just a young virgin. Like, I, I think you could still have that scene, but the way that she talks about it, like, he's still, like, too young and impressionable or something, is really weird to it's me. Very, it's very... It's because it's, Brenda Hampton, literally, she heard about Fifty Shades of Grey, and no she didn't else. know that it was a book that mostly women were reading written by a woman. She just assumed that it was just, like, it was, like, porn magazines that, yeah. that horny little boys are, are <laughs> sneaking away to read. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> So, so yeah, Jack is frustrated and Jack uh, is very frustrated because they're not having sex. And he says he yeah. doesn't he doesn't know if he'll he'll be able to make it through the night, which 
great relationship you've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Grace oh, is I like, wanna say, oh, I want to say, I want to say that, that it, it wasn't just frustrating; it was fun. I'm into it. She loves and it. And he's just like, uh, yeah. She's into yeah, denial. Then, yeah, she likes uh-huh. it. Yeah, and then she's like, well, maybe you can like just stay over and just sleep some other time, like maybe after a game when you're really tired. And he's like, I don't he's know like, oh, if I'll no. ever be. That. I don't know I if you even like this anymore. And then he pulls like a. Level. I have a theory. Yeah. So Grace is really into the idea of Jack having blue balls mm-hmm. and uh, getting very horny but not being able to nut mm-hmm. and just, like, just like destroying his testicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah! It runs in the family. In it runs in the one, family. In season one, Grace and Jack were having relationship problems, and then Tom hit him in the nuts with a football, mm-hmm. and Grace came running and had the that ice was season. That was closer. season two. That was season two. Oh, you're right. Point being, though, Grace likes Jack most <laughs> when he's got when ball his pain? nuts are being destroyed. Oh, how will so she? This is, how... She she's acting like what she wants is she's like, oh, Jack, I love you, but I love you when when we're monogamous and and uh, celibate. But what she really means is, Jack, I love you, but I mostly love it when your dick when you're hurts. Just like when you're just like suffering. I love it. <laughs> maybe, she, maybe, maybe she was the one reading Fifty Spices. <laughs> mm. So he well, he pulls he pulls like a level ninety five cuck face and leaves. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ricky is what? Ricky's oh, Ricky's with Amy, right? And no, he's Ricky's like, in no, his car. Ricky, oh no, he's on the Amy, phone with Amy, waiting for Ethan. Yes. Yeah, and he he's calls for Amy. Ethan is he says to he Kathy says Grandma. he calls Amy and he says I'm in college now and I have to pull an all nighter because I'm in college now and it's like basically a thing you got to do if you're in college. I I so, think what he's doing here is he's just pulling an all nighter for the sake of making Amy feel bad. I really think so. Why? Because what? She, because she's, she's an she's abuser. Like, yeah. Okay. Come on, Ricky. You can come home and and do your essay. And he's like. No, it's fine. I'll just do an all-nighter and die, I guess. It's also Whatever. funny because he said in the – like, like there's no reason that he couldn't have said – okay, he says the paper is due in two days, but he wants to get it done early, right? So he can uh-huh. reread it. So he yeah. can reread it and work on it. But in this episode – so he has to do an all-nighter because Ricky would never – he's a perfect good boy. He would never of procrastinate course. on a paper. Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. pulling an unnecessary all-nighter to get his paper done early to make his to wife – To meet his self <laughs> To make his you girlfriend know, you, feel bad. You know, bad. usually pull an all-nighter so that you have more time to revise it when you have a few days left to I turn it I need a full in. day to revise. I'm a good boy. Um, And then he's going to take the day off of work the next day. To, mm-hmm. to sleep in right, after. Because, well, well, that's... <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned, it's that, man, it sucks to do poorly in school, but it's great to do poorly at work. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and then Ricky's just like... Or Amy's like, I'm upset because you didn't... She's like, I'm upset. You, you, you're you going to ask Bunny, but you didn't even think about asking me. And then he's just like... He just... He, she just says, like, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. And then he just hangs up on her. No, she hangs no. up on, on him. She hangs... She, yeah, so... Because she, she's like... Ricky, I don't want you staying out all night. I don't oh, trust right. you. And he a, says, you have a... to trust me. And she says, I don't have to do anything. And he says, anything like what? And she just hangs up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know and what? I don't, I, I don't really know what he meant by that. She's evil, though. I don't either. Um, I don't have to do anything. Anything like what? She just meant, like, don't tell me what to do. So uh, Yeah. I so, think my theory for why that line is there is because uh, the original script is her saying, I don't have to do anything and hanging up. 
but they forgot to film it that way, so they had to put in a little th- something so that they could cut between her saying that and hanging up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what? They should have done it. I don't have to do anything. What? Huh? <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> Click. Oh. <laughs> um, so we cut to Adrian buying a textbook. It's already, it's, it's weeks into the semester, but, you know, sometimes you have those moments. I don't need the textbook. Oh, fuck, I need the textbook. Mm-hmm. Now this is fan- we've said we've always said this is Bernie universe. Adrian is buying a textbook. I I want to I want to put on the record. You've always said that. I've always disagreed with you. This is Bernie universe. <laughs> Let me explain. This is if anything it's at least Elizabeth Warren universe. Because Adrian is buying a textbook and she pulls out a hundred and the guy says he doesn't have change. Now this mm-hmm. means to me that the book has to be the change has to be over $20. Like there's it the- is also possible mm-hmm. that it's ninety nine ninety nine and he needs one penny. I'm just saying, I, as a, as a person who does who uses a cash register all the time, the the change that he's missing that he can't break a hundred with is twenty his twenties. He doesn't have enough twenties to break the hundred. So this book we do is- know for a fact that it's not the Bernie verse because of the time that when Ricky claimed that he got married, Leo was like. Oh, cool. Now your insurance applies to Amy and John. No, I think you're right. I, I, <laughs> I, I think we're living in, you know, neoliberal war, the Warren verse. Okay. Things I'll, are a I'll little, things are a little bit better, but like. I'll take that for the show. I mean, not for reality. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the guy at the cash register says that he'll have to run to the coffee shop for change. I need to mm-hmm. run to the coffee shop. Uh, this creep will what keep is this you company. That has a cash register, but not like a safe. Well, you know, yeah, the safe is in the co- well, it's- Where do they put the tills? Anyway. It's in the refrigerator. Um, in the coffee <laughs> okay. shop. So the guy, okay, so here we go. Chris R is here from the, the room that we like to reference. Uh, <laughs> it's this, it's this big guy in an evil leather jacket, so you know he's evil. Standing and there's like behind Adrian. evil cowboy music playing the whole time he's on state, on screen yeah. too. And he says, uh, why are you paying with cash? Credit. Bad credit. Adrian has fucking excellent bad credit. credit. Why does Adrian, what? Okay. What credit do, does Adrian have? She's never had a job. Where's she getting uh, credit She has from? a credit card in her name that her mom pays for that she used to pay the car payments on her convertible. Remember so when we she know was a struggling single mother who- college and her car in cash. Yes, I'm telling you, Elizabeth Warren universe, or, well, that would be Bernie universe. I don't know what universe this takes place in. A uh, bad one. Anyway- uh, so she so has the guy said, credit. The guy asks if she has bad credit, and that's why she's using cash. And he, she says, "No, my credit is fine. Fuck off." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna offer to help you out. I run I was my thinking own like business, a business so I'm owner. always thinking like an employer, if you know what I mean." Mm-hmm. Then he's like, "Let me take you out. You need some extra cash." And she like tells him to fuck off, and then she leaves. He- he reaches into his leather jacket weirdly slowly, as if he's gonna pull out a gun, and then he pulls out a business what card. And I'm the- just gonna spoil it. Do. Do pimps usually carry business cards? I don't cards? think so. We don't live where these characters live. They live in another Michael no J. Way Calhoun, to know. pimp. One f- f- five no, five a- five. <laughs> P-I-M. Pimp for no, you. No, it's a business card. One eight hundred. It's a business card that just says pimp, and he says hi, <laughs> pimp. Hi, pimp. Because he doesn't have a name. He just hi. has a title. Um, <laughs> Chris R. 
So Adrian tells him to fuck off. He makes scary face and he says, playing hard to get, huh? And, and she, she goes to the coffee shop and she tells the cashier, he, she's like, hey, you left me alone with that creepy guy. And Clementine is <laughs> there and she that... makes smug face and she says, what kind of guy do you find creepy, Adrian? <laughs> do you think that, um, that like David C. Calhoun, who introduces himself as pimp, is friends with um, Johnny Darko, d- the divorce attorney, who introduces yes, himself as divorce attorney? Yes. Hi, divorce attorney. Hi, pimp. Uh, <laughs> Hi, pimp. Yes, that was the that was the joke I was making. Oh, uh, uh, see, I, I spent my I spent like two minutes not talking, letting my brain cogs turn to try to remember what that <laughs> fucking guy was, what his job was, <laughs> and then I was like, divorce attorney. Oh so, no, <laughs> you're literally doing the Homer Simpson like huh, something was said. I was literally like SpongeBob <laughs> digging through my files trying to remember what my own name was. Um, anyway, so so, 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 so Adrian rolls over to the. Mm. Before we continue with the scene, yeah, the fact that her name is Clementine, I was picturing like an adorable, like possibly orange-haired girl. Oh no, there's an adorable no there's, little like, girl in the zombie passage, apocalypse, young or whatever. There's but nobody. No. There's nobody this on the show who looks model. their age. Yes, they no. all look like twenty-something-year-old models, no matter how old they are. Clementine looks like she decided to audition for. Secret Life of the American Teenager when she found out that they weren't looking for a new bachelorette. <laughs> God, seriously. So, so Adrian is here and she looks obviously distressed, but because mm-hmm. Clementine is talking to Adrian, she's nice 99% of the time, but, but Adrian's is like, man, I, I just met like a really creepy guy and she's like, eh, what's creepy by your standards? I'm yeah. mean to you for this one moment. To, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, fair to Clementine. Uh, Adrian then explains what happened, and Clementine no, yeah, I know. Like, I'm just saying, caddy bullshit. Once she and... once she understands, she's normal. But like the second Adrian comes in, like man, I'm you know I'm really yeah. freaked out. There was a really creepy bi- guy back there, and she's like, I bet he was just normal. And then, yeah, but the, no, the then caddy she's center like, of her brain activates. She she she's Adrian's like, pheromones. oh, let me call the helpful campus police. We love our cops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me call Bubba. Like, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba. When Adrian. Hi, I'm Bubba. My bro- have you might have seen my brother Jimbo. He's on TV. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bubba Panigan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Clementine, yeah, says, "Hey, cashier guy, call the campus police." She goes back down to the bookstore with Adrian. She tells the guy, "She's like, hey, we told you not to hang around here. Get out of here." And he leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why she didn't wait for the campus police officer to I show call up the cops on you. Get out of here. Yeah, I don't yeah. know either. I think it was heat of the moment. Come back another time. Um but I yeah, so then the Because it'd be one thing uh, if oh, he yeah. like if he ran out before they could get the campus police to Well to be fair, Bubba him, Bubba but... the very nice, respectful police Bubba, officer. Who, who, to, just so we're clear, his name is Bubba. We're not making No, that Bubba up. the his very nice Bubba. cop that we love is comes in and he's very helpful and he says Oh, it was that guy again. Well, don't worry. I, I'm sure I can get a picture of him on camera. I'll take a look and we'll, we'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. We love Yeah, cops. he's like, oh, you didn't get a picture of him? Why didn't you have, why didn't you wait for me to get here before you scared him off? And she says, uh, 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 and then, uh, he answered, and Ricky asked this question later as well in the episode. And Clementine says, like, he didn't really do anything, which is a fair point. Like, they can't arrest him for, like, being in the campus bookstore. No, but probably it would be good to know what he looks like. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, so, especially so, uh, yeah, especially when you find out what crimes he's guilty of later. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Clementine. Yeah, they 
to say thanks, Bubba, whatever. And Adrian is like, who was that guy? And Clementine says, he was a pimp. And Adrian is like, huh? And Clementine literally says, you know, a guy who sells women to guys. What kind of verbiage is that? Oh, one of those. This is such a, like, this is another example of the show, like, trying to have it both ways. Of, like, they're trying to be, like, objectifying women is wrong. Also, when you do sex work, you're You're selling selling yourself. Or no, you don't sell yourself because no, because as stated later, no, no, woman, they yeah. they specifically say that they're selling themselves. No, but he doesn't. But, he say no woman would ever choose to do that. No woman would ever choose to so sell themselves. Like someone else is selling. Yeah. You. Yes. This. Oh, yeah. yeah. But exactly. it's still it's still it's saying. saying like selling sexual access is selling the entire person to yeah. another person. You think yeah. Brenda has a has an uh, understanding and nuanced view of sex work? No, no, I don't no. think she has I an mean, understanding <laughs> or view of anything. Is, Nuance view of anything. It's, it's just, why does this episode exist? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Why did Bre- Brenda took an entire, like, four seasons to use the word uh, sexually transmitted disease for for the first time. I, mm-hmm. you know, I think this is a hot t- It took three issue, seasons to get to a one. A teen issue that could have, a, t- a popular teen <laughs> issue that all the teens are facing that maybe could have been left out of the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, 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 because I, I think I know what happened here. Because Brenda Hampton, being a conservative, Christian, probably Republican, middle-aged mom, uh, she is just terrified because she's like, oh, you know what happens? Kids go off to college and they're on campus and all the prostitutes Women are walking up and go down to the college. halls and... This is what she thinks college is like, and this she's just trying to warn the teens. Remember when the only other um, instance of sex work that was mentioned on the show was uh, Betty saying, Tom, if you don't pay me, um, a scary man will beat you with a bag of oranges. Yep. Oh, yes. Thanks, and we'll Betty. get to that. Um, the, uh, oh, man. The, so, oh. to be just a single pepper um, corn's worth of fare um, <laughs> to Brenda... Or anyone on the show. We do like to do that. Mm-hmm. We love um, Brenda. We love to see it from her side. This, like, this is a thing, like, people do, it doesn't look like it looks on the show, but, like, it is an issue that, like, young college people can get recruited for, like, yes. quote-unquote jobs that turn out to yes. be trafficking. Like, I don't, That yeah. is totally true. But A, they didn't have to make a whole episode about it, and B... This is the wrong way to make a whole episode about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's absolutely um, like. Not. I think it takes someone who's a better writer and a better person to tell a story about this and not <laughs> and, make and it who fucking knows about awful. This. Yes. Like yeah. when Clementine so, okay, was like, so... um, "It was good of you to trust your instincts and walk away from that guy." That should have been the end of that storyline. Yeah. Uh-huh. We should move on. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, there, uh, yeah. So let, let's finish up the scene. So Adrian's like, uh, "I'll I'll probably just hang out here for a while and have some coffee." And Clementine's like, okay, Bubba's going to walk you to your car when you leave. Uh, and he'll walk, walk me, me to, to my dorm. dorm. And she's like, yeah, I'm glad you paid attention to your gut gut instincts about that guy. And they're they're kind of having their little moment where they're like, okay, we're putting aside our cattiness. And we're we're seeing each other as people. And, and we're relating to each other. And it's it's the Harry and Ron save Hermione from a troll moment. Um, I can't wait for I them to be catty again next episode. Well, I'm just thinking... If if Brenda thought that I was going to clap for this, like she's wrong, 
because there was literally no reason for them to hate each other in the first yeah. place. <laughs> well, no, 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 because Adrian is a woman, and she likes to have sex. Like, oh. in retrospect, I'm pretty sure they just they just made them hate each other just so that when they stop hating each other, we go, Aw, that's nice. It's like if Ron, uh, Harry and Ron hate Hermione because she's a fucking nerd. And, well, I guess that's kind of what they did. It's like if no, they, they just... they see Hermione and they're like, Ugh, she has brown Ugh, hair. She's we <laughs> fucking hate her for no reason. Oh, but uh, a third character? No, thank yeah. you. <laughs> so it's literally, okay, yeah, it's literally so Henry is so Henry's at Dylan's house for a date, and Ben followed him here and is here to ben confront. Literally steps out of the fucking shadows and mm-hmm. just says, "I knew you'd be here." Remember yep. when he was hiding in Amy's bushes? Mm-hmm. I do remember that. This is yes. normal for Ben. And then mm-hmm. he's just like he's uh he's just like. <laughs> Who says he's going to call uh, Ben's dad? Does Ben say Henry, that? Henry, Henry says, Henry I'm going to call Leo. Oh, yeah. He says, I'm going to call your daddy. Oh, yeah, because he knows and Ben's that like, Leo will fucking... Ben's like, so what? I don't care if you call my dad. Oh, and then he says, nothing's going to keep me from seeing Dylan. And then Dylan says... And then says, Dylan opens the front door and says, oh, yeah? What about me? And then it's like... Ah, ah, yeah, she says, woo. like... She says, she so just... this is the weird thing. She's like, I'm nobody's girlfriend. And Henry, uh, but my parents say Henry can come over and, and my parents are out. So they trust Henry to watch so, me. Specifically, she says, my parents are out tonight. They're running late on their way home. So they called Henry and asked him to come here and keep me company. Excuse me, uh-huh. Henry. Could you come babysit Would you like our to daughter? Go fuck our daughter. We trust you, you so much to babysit our precious girl. Why does she need to be babysat? Because she's a, she's smoked weed one time. She smoked weed one time. There's literally no reason that they would do this other than they want Henry to fuck her. <laughs> it's their George 2.0. Right. They're wingmanning for Henry. They really are. They love Hank Millar. I, I guess. Um, so can we not? Can we just address the fact that Dylan can hear through closed walls? That's a that's a beloved trait of this show. We haven't seen it in a while, <laughs> but it is it is it is canon. It comes up later, too. Yeah, so Henry says that he's trustworthy and he has no lies to tell, and then he's like, everyone knows you slept with Adrian, and then Henry says, like, well, everyone knows you slept with Alice, which... No, he says, he says I don't have any secrets to hide. Ben says, yeah, because everyone knows what you yeah. did, and Henry says, yeah, unlike you, most people don't know that oh, you had I see. sex with Alice but, while you were seeing Dylan. And, and so two people, like, so did Henry did what? Henry didn't, or Ben didn't know that Henry knew, and Dylan didn't know that Ben had sex with Alice while they were dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ben's like, oh, it, it, it was uh, complicated. That was an accident. Yeah, and he's like, Henry, how did you know that? And he says, how do you think? And then, weirdly enough, I didn't think this was going to happen. I thought Dylan was going to be like, I don't want either of you to be here right now. No. But no, she's like, all right, well, come on in, Henry. <laughs> I need you. Let's play Maj. I mean, why would Let's she be mad at Henry for telling her that? So Ricky's at the coffee shop um, to, because he needs one cup of coffee to prepare. Did, did you for say this. why would she be mad at Henry? Yeah. Uh, because he clearly knew that Ben cheated on her didn't for tell her. all of this time and just kept it to himself. It's pretty rude. But they weren't together. Yeah, I haven't watched they, enough of this show to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would think that having just found out that he was cheating on you and the it, it's the fact that Henry, like, so gleefully, like, was like, you cheated on Dylan. Ha ha, I win. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, true. I, it, I would yeah. I would kind of be like, I... Mm. It didn't, yeah. It didn't, like, strike me as, like, a really weird way for him to say that, but that's just because I already knew that he did yeah. that. Yeah. So, like, if that was the first time you heard Henry tell you that that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. And then also, also, Henry did kind of throw Alice under the bus there, and then Ben's like, 
Alice. Alice. Yeah. <laughs> Henry's like, who do you think? And Ben is like, gives a knowing nod and then walks away and then says, killer. Alice. Like, okay, thank you. <laughs> In case he looks you at the camera and says, he means Alice. <laughs> While you were talking, I cracked the code. I cracked the case. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ricky needs to pull an all nighter. Uh-huh. Because if you're pulling an all nighter, you need to drink coffee. And uh-huh. if you need to drink coffee, you need to go to the only coffee shop in town, which means you'd have to speak to Clementine's Clementine. the only And if uh-huh. you have to speak to Clementine, you'd make your wife, Amy, who's not your wife, angry at you, and then you'd get to be the reasonable one while Amy looks angry and bad on the camera. Yep, you're right. Yep, you got it. <laughs> got it. So yep. Ricky's uh-huh. here, and he finds out that there was a pimp and that uh, – and that uh, Clementine is worried, but he offers to walk her back to her dorm because he's best friends with Bubba. And they'll sort of. Well, all- did, did you notice no. though that that when because Bubba is about to walk Adrian to her car, like he, they said that he would, and he looks at Ricky and kind of glares at him. And I think the joke is that he thinks that Ricky is the creep in the leather jacket, which he is. I mean, he is a creep. He is a creep in a leather jacket. So oh. he's just not the creep in the leather jacket, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't notice that. So um, Clementine literally is like Ricky. I don't want you to have to tell Amy that you walked me to my dorm because then she'll be jealous and look bad on the camera. Um, right, I've and, seen the show. And I know Bubba walks me home all the time, and Ricky's like, I don't trust cops, I don't trust Bubba, I'm woke for this one scene. Um, did he, I don't, did he say that? He says he doesn't he trust, any he, of that. He, well, he doesn't trust Bubba to walk her by himself. He needs to be there with Bubba. I think oh, he was, sure. I think he just wanted to, like, I think he just he wanted to like, make Amy jealous so he could be appear reasonable for the camera. Because he really doesn't have a reason to walk Clementine home. No. I, yeah, I think he just, like, wants to help and then is like, well, I don't care if there's somebody else that's helping you already. I, I'm just going to also I help. need to be good boy. Bubba, walk- yeah, like, Bubba walking I- you home won't make my wife jealous. <laughs> Bubba yeah. walking you home won't make all the girls, like, sigh and, and think about how dreamy I am. And yes, I but did then- call her my wife. I, she, we are married. But then Clementine says no, and Ricky just has a, like, okay, face. Mm. And it goes to the next scene. Yeah. Yep. Which, so, me- leads you to think that he didn't walk her home with Bubba. It does, it sure does It sure seems like that. Ricky had no reason to walk her home, huh? And also that he didn't. But he it sure it did. It sure seems like he didn't, but we'll talk more about <laughs> Maybe that Maybe he lied. So, so Kathy is pissed. Yeah, she calls Ethan back and he and she says, never call me again. You have no regard for me or the baby or the baby's adoptive parents. Stop mm-hmm. trying to get to me through my grandma. And he's like, uh, well, if you had talked to me, I wouldn't have had to go through your Man, grandma. this makes the end of the episode very confusing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's she fine. says he was a jerk and he has no regard for her or her feelings and don't ever talk to me again. And uh, it's not and being this angry at you is not good for the baby. So if you care about the baby, don't fucking associate with me because I'm pissed at you. And that's Which is true. But also, Kathy, you do need to take your own feelings. In, like, yeah, I don't know why you don't want to talk to him. You're more than you're you more to... than just a, a, a vessel for the baby, Kathy. Right, you, Kathy, you need to have some regard for yourself is yeah. what I'm saying. So so fucking break up with Ethan and never look at him again for you. So she says, never talk to me. Never call me. Don't. Talk to don't me ever hold my hand. Don't ever have a nice moment at me. Don't ever smile at me. And don't um, ever let the sweet music play over. A just, don't ever be. She, don't ever let our hands holding be the end credit moment. Don't ever she, get on the piano and play the sweet music. She hand. She hangs up on him, and um, this is when I realized that he is holding the world's smallest phone. Is it though? <laughs> it's like in the palm of his hand, 
And he just, you know, like, looks at it and, like, starts typing it, on it again. It He's the, got a fucking cricket wireless It or is the future. It's, it's the size of a flip phone that doesn't flip open. It is the future. It's 2011 or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, it was 2012. Margaret comes in and she's going ape shit, which, you know mm-hmm. how I feel about that. Not a fan, but also Ethan sucks and someone needs to yell at him. <laughs> and if anyone has a right to yell at him, it's the person who was responsible for him. So I yes. really liked this scene. Yeah, I like Margaret it too. I just miss I just miss season one Margaret, honestly. I we mean we're never do. getting her back, but So yeah, she's just fucking yelling at me. She says, like, you went out without permission, you came along with Kathy without her permission, and I told you you weren't allowed to do that, and she told you you weren't allowed to do that. You ruined her night. You were sorry. I had to leave work to come back and get but, you. But obviously we had to skip the conversation where you convinced her to let you do that. Because it was un 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 Writable. Unwritable. You ruined my mm. night. You ruined Kathy's night. You ruined the adoptive couple's night. You ruined Amy's night for some reason. And you probably <laughs> ruined the baby's entire life. And then yep. Ethan, Ethan says like, I know I saw in my sixth sense, they were thinking about how much a healthy baby costs, how much you can sell one for. I have street smarts. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, she, he's he's like, what did I do? How did I ruin the baby's life? She says, well, what if the couple backs out now because of you? And he says, they're not going to back out, but I wish they would. Well, uh-huh. he's, he is bad. Let's because he has street smarts. So she lays down sense. the law. She tells us that that uh, what's his name? Jonathan is the mayor of a small town, but not just any small town. The v- voted best small town in all of America. He has uh-huh. multiple advanced degrees, and he has developed environmentally safe products. And Sonia okay. does one good thing too. She well, she runs a free daycare for for poor people. One thing mm-hmm. you gotta know: mayors, good people, people with mm-hmm. advanced degrees, good people. People who develop products, inventors. There's never been a bad inventor in the world. Hey, hey, you know what I hate about this shit, though? What? What? Is that the implication of all of this is, like, of course they deserve this child. He has, like, uh, a capital I important job and uh, a higher education and blah, 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 uh, implying that... If he didn't, he wouldn't, then deserve, he wouldn't the baby. deserve to have children. Well, what if he gets transferred so, to be the mayor of a different town and then he leaves hey, his I baby fucking, behind? I guess that all of the people using that free daycare that Sonia operates, uh, they don't deserve to have those. If kids. you're okay, listeners, if you're not the mayor of a of a of a highly rated on Yelp small town, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You don't deserve to have kids. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I think. It, I mean, I think it's just like he's trying to say, like I could sense that they were shady, and she's being like. They're not shady. They're the fucking billionaire couple who is going to buy the baby from Bob. It's so true. <laughs> I, you know what though? That that's what you got to do if you're if you're trying to give up a baby for adoption. Pro tip to all of those all the pregnant teens out there: find a mayor, you, find a nice you mayor. Will, well, more. I mean, obviously, you're only going to take applications from mayors in the first place. <laughs> but just, I would say like a 4.0 on TripAdvisor at least. Mm-hmm. Minimum. It's a mayor. I'm not taking a fucking, oh, the mayor of Phoenix wants to adopt my baby? No way! Oh, oh, oh Phoenix has a 3.5? Okay, Phoenix does five. not have a, okay, Phoenix does not have a 3.5. Phoenix eh, has like a 2.4. Does it? Phoenix sucks, dude. Yeah, I know, but so do the people who review things on TripAdvisor. True. <laughs> Rustic town, can't walk anywhere, you'll die. I love it. What a delight for me, a middle-aged Republican. With, with a car. So, uh, anyway, so Ethan, Ethan <laughs> is like, well, 
you know, they may be Mary Sue's, but if uh, if you would let me keep asking shitty questions to to Jonathan Mayer, <laughs> John Mayer, I'm sure, I would have figured it out. I would have figured it out myself. <laughs> John Mayer, yeah, no, he cannot be John Mayer. We've oh already had God. John Mayer on the show once. We did have John Mayer on the show once. Guest in season oh, three, episode oh, two. Ethan, Ethan, did your sixth sense tell you that this man that you thought was so shady, he's the mayor of a small town, voted best town in America, he's got multiple advanced degrees, and he wrote the hit song Daughters. He's the mayor of Flavortown, <laughs> Guy Fieri. God. I, th- I love the writing on this show because, like, nothing is ever, like, like, if he was the mayor of a small town that like was the number one in its state or like top 10 in the fucking region or something like that would still be impressive and like uh-huh. would be believable number one small town well, in america i just i yeah, just that's... don't understand why why margaret like that's fucking stupid but margaret could have been like he's the mayor of you know of of uh willow point the the best small town in america like like, why did they have to say, he's the mayor of a small town, but not just any small town. Get ready for this. This small town is the best small town in America. I think the thing that gets me the most about it is the idea that Kathy surely knew this and just, like, didn't mention it. Like, I, I feel like if, if that was my baby I was giving up, I'd be like, dude, check this out. The guy who's adopting my baby, he's the mayor of, of Mesa, small- Arizona. He's the best small town in America. Yeah. He's the mayor of Fountain Hills. Um, there's this, like, there's this, um, uh, what is it called? Guide for um, writing, like, extended universe Star Wars fiction that's, mm-hmm. like, nowhere in your stories is going to be, like, the most of anything. Right. Like, nothing is, like, the smallest planet or, like, the driest desert in the whatever. Like, it's just, like, probably pretty whatever the thing is right like oh this planet is very dry not like check this out this is the driest motherfucking planet in the universe i'm on uh i'm on right i'm on architectural digest and i'm on 25 small towns in america so i'm gonna i'm gonna scroll down to number one oh i do i do it's a slideshow fuck it never mind uh, counter what to what i just said uh earth in the secret life universe actually is the driest planet in the universe what what makes you say that? <laughs> Nobody has sex. No one has oh. sex ever. Because <laughs> Jack is there. Is somebody talking about abstinence? <laughs> you talking about abstinence? <laughs> you talking about abstinence? Man, I wish Jack was talking about abstinence. Uh, we got we got a ways to go. Maybe yes. we could stop googling. Yeah. So Margaret is chewing you, out Ethan uh, for being a piece of shit, and she yes. says. You have no respect for Kathy or for me. And she's like, you know, you're going to have to get used to hearing no from me and from other women in your life. Um, and you got to live with no. So Ethan's response to that, by the way, is pretty, pretty great, which is she's like, you don't respect me, Ethan. And he's like, of course, I respect you. Well, I'm scared. I mean, of I'm afraid of you, at least. Yeah. Traverse City, Michigan, okay, by the great. way. Thank you. <laughs> And she says, like, not scared enough to not sneak out, um, which is a very good line. Good point. Um, yeah. And then she says, um, so I'm going to say, so she basically is like, you have to learn to say, you have to learn to take no. So, no, you can't see Kathy. No, you can't have your phone back. No, you can't blah, blah, blah. And, she, and then she says, 
No, and no, you cannot stay up all hours of the night to try and change my mind. Go to bed. And I... Which, which... Don't you just want to yeah. go like shit, Margaret? And he goes, but... And she goes, no! Yeah, I guess no. I guess that'll be my cool teen moment. It was very good. Um, yeah. What a, what a cool moment so for teens. So, Ben is then talking... A, the harshest fucking ben cut is... ever to the middle of a, of a conversation. One of Keith's choice cuts. Ben is talking to Alice. It's one of Keith's choice cuts. And he's like, he's like, were you jealous of me dating Dylan? Is that why you had sex with me? <laughs> No, the, the question was, Are you je- were you jealous of me dating Dylan? Is that why you told Henry that we had sex? Ah, uh, of course. Oh, yeah. And she says she was actually jealous of Henry sleeping with Adrian, but it was just, and he's like, well, it was just stupid friend sex, therefore it, it doesn't sex, count. It was dumb sex. Stupid friends need the most sex. It wasn't revenge sex, <laughs> it was dumb sex. We were having friend sex to get revenge on people. <laughs> um, yeah, so... And Ben is like, no, we were just worried that I was going to go to jail. And Alice was like, you were worried. I was not worried. I didn't think you were going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, because, I just wanted to get revenge, Alice but it was just friend sex. Somehow, from the minute that Ben said, oh, I was at the school and we lit a Bunsen burner and then the school burned down because we forgot to put the Bunsen burner out. From that moment, she somehow knew that he didn't do it. Just a reminder also that this is one of those impossible to write scenes. They couldn't have been like, oh, Alice, I did something fucked up. And then she's like, I don't know, I got it. And then they like kiss or something. And then, then it cuts. And then he's like, they were just like, Alice is here. And then she sits down. And then the next thing we heard of it, they had uh, sex. You're actually, that's not, that's actually not even what happens. What happens is that, uh, I, as I recall, it literally just cuts. Ben finds out. We go to commercial. Ben finds out about the fire. We go to commercial, and then we come back to Ben and Alice in bed together. Ah, <laughs> oh, Alice wasn't even yeah. there. Cool. Well, so... <laughs> she she fucking quantum leaped into yep. his bed. Whatever. I mean, I think Alice, did, Alice knew that he wasn't going to jail, because as he reminded her, the last time I was on Jurgenet, he's extremely fucking rich. That's true. So, oh I my think, god, yeah, that's right. The last time, the last time that you were on was the time that Ben was like, and I'm done with you taking our money. Uh huh. Yeah. You leech. Yep. Oh my god, I uh-huh. forgot about that. Anyway, so, uh, Alice is like, I need to accept that Henry doesn't love me anymore. You need to accept that Amy doesn't love you anymore. And Ben says, yes, she does. <laughs> wait, 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 yes, wait. She, does. she only she married had to Ricky marry. because she had to. Hey, Ben, what season is it, my dude? Five. Alice says, you oh. need to go back to Dr. Fields. And I yes. said, no, 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 no. Find a better Find ther- a different therapist. <laughs> a different, um, a different therapist. Not Fern, because, I'm pretty sure you there's know, only when, one, remember okay. when Ricky kissed Lauren and, and Dr. Fields was like, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> kick your ass, my patient. So Fern would probably be like, I'll kick your ass, too. I'm quirky. Well, Fern, Fern would say, I'm going to kick your dick, because she is a sex therapist. Mm. That's, is she, was she a sex therapist? <laughs> yeah. I'm Maybe gonna, she's Grace's sex therapist. I'm gonna beat your meat and your face in. Miss <laughs> um, so. Bowman, Miss Bowman, is it possible that you enjoy torturing Jack's nuts? Wow, a breakthrough! <laughs> yeah, I love it. it what, I what, love it. But what's that got to do with it? So, so okay, Ben and Alice decide to be friends with Henry again, and Ben yeah. is like, "But we're yeah. just gonna let her let him have Dylan." And, uh, and Alice just is like, "You, you can't Dylan have. to him." Women respect you. Get it? Do you get the Brent episode? Do you get it? What it's about? You can't. Have and then if you Dylan, didn't get it, Alice says, "What? She's yeah. not property." Uh, like that. Uh, and then, oh, Alice, that's right. Alice is like, "Whatever, Ben. You would probably give Dylan up in a second for Amy anyway." And he's just like, "Yeah, whatever. Yep. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> 
Um, so then next, uh, we go to Jack and Grace, <laughs> who are not having Normal. sex, but they are together. And it's season five. Well, what can you do if you're in a relationship with Grace and you are Jack, besides talk about how you're thinking about having sex uh, with Grace? I would just turn myself over to the police. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He so, calls her on the phone, they're, they're talking on the phone before bed, and, she, and he's like, I can't sleep, Grace, I'm still thinking about you. And Grace is like, oh, that's so sweet, because apparently she turned 15 again and forgot. Mm-hmm. She just forgot about sex, and mm-hmm. about Jack. She, well, she no, thought yeah, he she, was being she nice, because he wants to Why? be with her. So Doesn't Jack explains know. that he means that he's horny, and not that he likes her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um... Grace once again reiterates that it's fun to not have sex. Yeah, and he like, says, well, like, stop, stop being horny. I have to go to bed. I love you. And he's like, yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love you. Pimp delivery! So... Is this door open? So Jack doesn't know that locks exist, the, I think. The pimp, yeah, the pimp just, like, opens the door and is like, yeah, I'm a pimp. <laughs> Twirling his mustache. And then, yeah, yeah, and then closes the door again. Like, that's yeah, basically like, just a party. You know, I'm a pimp. Well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, pimp. Take my, 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 uh, fucking business card. Exactly. Seriously though, what, I, I, Brenda Hampton does not know that there are things, that there are locks that lock automatically when you close them. No. Well, if there are those, Jack doesn't know about them either, so. It's just funny that three times, uh, people have just walked into Jack's dorm. It's f- without opening the yeah, door. This fine. is not the last like, no, of this episode. Yeah. This is the first. Yeah, no, I'm saying three oh, times three? total so oh, far. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Um, one time, one time, Jack's dad came in and he said that a that a that a man of God can get into. Yeah, any but it building, turns out Jack's is, door uh, just doesn't. Which lock. is very concerning, knowing. <laughs> turns out he just like told about... the security desk that it was yeah. he was Jack's dad, and then when he got to Jack's desk, Jack's dorm, he just opened the door because it's never <laughs> locked. <laughs> Hi, did you know that Jack's dad is a pimp? I'm me, that's me, Jack's dad. The pimp went to the front desk and was like, excuse me, where's the horniest boy in the dorm? (laughs) I was just saying that's how Robert Stone got in. My hornometer tells me that he's in here. Yeah, so was he going just, up to all of the rooms and being like, It hey, is implied that he here. is just going door to door. He he knocks on Jack's door. He just walks right in and he says, hey, buddy, you're missing out. The girls are here. They're walking the halls. Mm-hmm. Is This is like a fucking, like, pimp raid. It's like a stealth game or it's something. Like the, it's like the fucking Avon lady is here. Yeah. It's, you it's know the like, best it's way like... to get college guys real fired up to have sex with ladies is to just, like, have a random 40-year-old guy knock on their door and say, there's girls around. <laughs> if Jack needed to, <laughs> Jack, like, go to the bathroom. There or, are females, Jack. Or if he needed to leave the dorm, it'd be like a legend of, like, the Ocarina of Time stealth section, but with, like, sex workers uh-huh. just patrolling the halls. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Adrian is talking to Omar about what happened. This is, again, they uh, cut Omar. to the middle of the conversation, and it's so yeah, jarring. I, I do, I do want to finish off the conversation with Jack and the pimp. Uh, cause uh, Jack says, my favorite children's story. <laughs> so Jack says, Jack what and girls? The pimp and the pimp says, party girls. And he says, there's a party. And he says, if you got the money. And then Jack says, no. And that's the end of the scene. That's the end of the scene. Yeah. So then it so cuts yeah, to he, the, Omar like, asks Adrian if Omar is the middle hmm. of a sentence. <laughs> so did you get a picture of the pimp? And then Omar she's like, well, I didn't know. Mad at Adrian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that. There's only one pervert in this town, and it's me. <laughs> yeah. He, he, okay, so so then, Adrian's yeah. talking to Omar about what happened, and Omar's mad at her. He's like, geez, Adrian, do you have any idea how dangerous pimps are? There's drugs, violence, and all kinds of crimes. That kind of stuff happens on campus. I'm surprised you were so naive. Mm-hmm. 
And she's yeah, naive watch. And she's like, I don't. She's like, time. I don't know. <laughs> she's like, I don't know. I don't know where that. Uh, oh yeah, he's just like, I don't know where that guy came from. But, but oh, doesn't she say, I want to kill those guys? No, Omar no, 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 no. says that. Yeah, Omar, so yeah, Omar says she's that. Like, and then why are you she so says, mad at buyers? me? I, I didn't know that he was a pimp, and the second I found out he was, we yeah. made him leave. And then Omar's like, I want to kill those guys. Yeah, I just want to kill those guys. And Adrian says, and then she says, the buyers or the sellers, because if nobody was buying, nobody would have to sell it. Thank you for your very pragmatic take on sex work, sex work Brenda Hampton. Yeah, again, a line that Brenda wrote and then wrote a scene around. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And then Omar is like, you know, this seems like a good time. Will you move in with me, please? Hey, Adrian, would you like to move in together? (laughs) Remember when he proposed to her and she said, oh, my God, you've ruined everything? I do remember that. So she says, like, she says, like, I've got a long way to go. I need to finish school. And he's like, you can't live with me and finish school. Hmm. George is doing the thing that fucking makes me sick to my stomach, which is he's letting a dog. Quick question. Yeah. Yeah. Are Adrian and Omar dating? I, I I could think about that, but I'd be doing Homer Simpson brain processing. How could they? Why would they um, not be? What? Of course they're dating. Well, what? They broke well, up. There was a time oh. they did break up. He broke up with her for kissing Grace. Uh, but that doesn't seem I to get, matter I to guess, him anymore. Okay, I guess at this point we're just supposed to accept that they got back together off screen. Ugh. Well, you know, you know how it is with this show. The most important scenes happen off screen. Because she, they yeah. were broken up, and she said to someone like, "Oh yeah, it's kind of weird with Omar right now." And then she was flirting with the table of guys, but now they're maybe and now they're back together. together so to- I guess that's that. Okay. I guess, also, I she guess has a condo that again. she owns. She owns a condo. He does. She does own a condo. Well, Leo owns a condo, and let's. Well, yeah, it. but it's hers. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kathleen calls George and uh, she says, hey. He's, I- well, he's doing the funny thing where the dog licks the plate and it always disgusts me and it, the noise it makes is so gross. Oh, he's not even. Oh, by the way, Moose. He's, Moose exists, by the way. He's not we even having Moose lick the plate. He's fully feeding Moose two scrambled eggs. This is what happens when you're single and you've, you've uh, abandoned your family. Yeah. Yeah. He's so like, Kathleen your calls food. George. It's funny. She says, hey, sorry, I was going to call you sooner, but. I've been talking to Tom about that book. He's now he's filled with a bunch of really, really bad ideas about women and sex. Mm-hmm. And George is like, I'll talk to him. Kathleen. Kathleen's like, that's not. He bad. always was. Yeah, yeah. I don't True. know what you're saying. What, yeah, this is Tom we're talking about. We're talking about Tom. Oh no yeah. Okay. Respect. So George offers. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll straighten him out. And Kathleen's like, well, you're no better. Uh-huh. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm not into that stuff. I have two daughters. I have one daughter. Mm-hmm. I have a daughter and a son. I'm I'm not a sexual deviant. I have kids. I have kids. You can't be a sexual deviant if you had kids. I know that women are people. I had I have daughters. You can't. Have I treat kids them with respect. You only remember? have just standard missionary. <laughs> hey, Kathleen. Remember when in season one I literally referred to um, your daughter as a slut? God, did George do that? Wait, did he refer to hers? I swear to God, he did. He might have. Anyway, or did he refer to? Did he? Re- he. It was either Grace or Adrian. It was probably Adrian. It was probably Adrian. Anyway, so oh no, no, sorry, I mixed it up because he was dating Cindy and he called her daughter a slut. Yes, that was that was about forty episodes before we learned Cindy's name. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Kathleen says the real problem is Tom needs friends. Uh huh. If he has Does friends, he, he won't be reading smut. Uh huh. I mean, if I know one thing from cyber seduction, it's that what one of the things that all the cool kids love to do is sit around and watch pornography. Friendship so. is my anti-fap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my anti-nut. <laughs> so he then, uh, I don't. Oh, he says like, 
don't wor- don't don't be worried if he uh, if he's reading that stuff. Just just keep an eye out if he seems depressed or obsessed with it. After all, sex sells. I've had to put on George voice for that one line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he's like, I don't like that kind of stuff. But then again, I have a girlfriend. And Kathleen smiles <laughs> because they're fifteen. Yay! They really are. <laughs> uh, uh, Kathleen. Will you uh, do a lie-down kiss with me later? Do you want to go to the sock hop with me? Oh, God, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't mention socks around you. Can I, tonight, can I touch your boob? (laughs) Kathleen Kathleen is like, I don't understand why she she gets on her Brenda Hampton soapbox and puts on her Mm. Brenda Hampton mask and says, I don't understand why anyone buys this stuff. Everyone should just stop. It's gross and degrading and it's bad. It's bad. Sex is bad. Brenda Hampton. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, content warning. This is where the bad stuff is, is like all of bad. it. Yes. So Jack is doing homework, mm-hmm. and another person, another uh, girl, knock, apparently knock, a 15, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a sex yeah. worker. And I'm he a says, sex worker, busy, I and look. she opens the door anyway and fully walks in and closes the door behind her. Yeah, she says, do I you just want wanna, company? I just want to point out, we know who this girl is, and we also know her age, and it's, uh, yeah... Sure. Yeah. Why not? So so she walks in and she says, "Do you want some company?" He says, "No." And she says, "Oh, come on! I just got to make fifty bucks and I'm done for the night." So I don't know, but I'm pretty sure fifty dollars is too cheap. That's too sounds too cheap to me. I mean, it. I guess I don't know what she was offering. It's also yeah. I mean, it's it, this is Brenda Universe. She was offering a kiss. <laughs> this is the thing: is that like if we were talking like this is not an episode about sex workers. No. Right? Like, this is an episode about, like, trafficked, abused people. Yeah. yeah. So, the pricing... Well, to Brenda, it's all the same. It's Yeah, to that's Brenda, the thing. it is all the same. But, so, I don't... Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure that you can go half of the way for $50. Yeah, I just... So I, I've tells seen her other media anyway. where they had funny stuff like this, and it's... I, I feel like other shows, they usually say it's, like, hundreds of dollars. I don't know. I mean, wasn't... Anyway, yeah. Isn't Betty Time, like, $120? Yeah, Betty, Betty uh, Time Betty was, I think, 150. 150 150 yeah. So, she, she... He says he doesn't have $50. And he has a girlfriend. And he has a girlfriend. And she says, oh, yeah, well, how much can you come up with if I scream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, and he's, he's like, like, hey, okay, don't, no need to scream. I'll see what I got. And she's like, all right, it's, it's just business. If I don't meet my quota, I get the crap beat out of me. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, there's a quota. Mm-hmm. And she explains how it works. And she says, she says, all hookers work for pimps. You think any woman sells herself? And he says, I thought uh-huh. so. Yeah. And she says, well, wake up. This is how it goes. These guys trick girls into going on dates with them. Then they throw you in a van and then beat the crap out of you and do all kinds of horrible things. And then they turn you loose on the street. And if you don't make the right amount of money, they beat the crap out of you again. Man, Brenda is having a normal one. She does, by the way. She just just to get some more Brenda Hampton fear mongering in here. uh, The girl does say he's like, well, how'd you get involved in this? And she says, I met a guy. I met a guy online playing a game. We liked the same game. Uh huh. This is you know. I was I was playing World of Warcraft and I saw this person and I was like, "Hey, do you also like World of Warcraft?" God, I like the fact that, and I know there's a lot of things wrong with this, but one thing I really enjoy is that Brenda thinks that like the place that that um sex workers would go to to make money is colleges where people are famously uh, well off and employed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people yeah, so, in colleges have a lot of money. 
People in colleges have a lot of money and have a hard time finding people to have sex with. And also people <laughs> yeah. that ha- that are um, really uh, abused and have been coerced into a situation will just tell you about it if you say uh, two things to them. Uh, so, so just tell yeah. you their I mean, whole how else story, would you just get kind of an the... eagle eye, just sort of a bird's eye view of their whole situation. You know. Also, I just want to throw out that this person, this actress, is supposed to be the same age as Kathy. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so Jack says, hey, how old are you anyway? And she says, 21. And he's like, no, you're not. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> no, you're not. And he's like, he's like, you look more like you're 15. And she's like, Apparently. hey, good guess. Mm-hmm. And I, the actress is 25. Mm-hmm. She looks exactly as old as Clementine. The actress, by the way, Natalie Dreyfus, niece of Richard Dreyfus. Fun fact. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Jack is like, well, why don't I just call the police? And she says, uh, he'll get off and I'll be dead. And he'll kill here's me. the thing. I'll be dead. Thanks, Brenda. I, I do question, like, I think that there's, there's situations like this where it's reasonable to say like, oh, I can't tell the police. Like he'll, he'll just, he'll just get like a slap on the wrist. He'll be back on the streets. This guy is trafficking 15 year olds. And he's just like some no name, like. Like, this is not, like, a Jeffrey Epstein. This is just some no. douchebag. Yeah, this is some leather jacket-wearing sleazeball who hangs around college campuses, who's apparently running some kind of child sex ring. I'm inclined also, to believe that, no, if you told the police, they would bust him. But this is, like, also, they not to, like, him, throw then... spoilers around, but, like, this is, this is like, one that people are actively engaging with. Like, people in this episode allegedly go to jail because they were hiring child escorts. Yep. Right. Jesus. So, the okay, now she's the end of this scene is something... all of this so much worse. It's really bad. Here's what happens next, okay? So, Jack sighs, and he's like, all right, here's the money. And at that exact moment... The the fourth time that someone just goes into his oh, room. Oh, four times! Uh, the door opens, and it's three cops and two students, I guess? And a, and a photographer. Yeah. yeah someone I, has, uh, like, a fucking old-timey, like, has the with flash, the big bulb flash bulb in his bulb. hand camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, hold here, still hold for still, ten minutes. I'm I gotta get, get a picture for the big scope. And then, uh... Ricky gets... Okay, so the, Ricky gets home. Wait, 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 we need to talk about this. Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what? Why the fuck? You just fuck? wanted to move past this? So, yeah. Um, so, like... Bre- I have Brenda Brain. I can't think about anything. The, so, the, here's the thing. Like, he talks later. He's, like... He mentions later that, like, people got arrested about the, for this. So, that explains, like, okay, the cops have, are semi-aware. Maybe the campus police, yeah, like, they, tipped they them Yeah, they probably up. were aware that... That uh that like Johnny Sleazebag was was around right. and that so he might do something like they're this. going door to door or whatever like to to try and you know root out him and anybody he brought on campus. Sure, why the fuck are the newspaper people there? They know they're gonna do a big bust. And why they are they like scoop. the policemen are are either on either side of the doorway and the like camera guy like the photographer is in the middle to get like the best shot. Well, yeah, Brenda he's just played he's in Call charge. of Duty. They're breaching. That's the that's the chief of police. Like, what? <laughs> Police Chief Colin Creevy. <laughs> so, I, I don't... They, what, what was the point of this moment, by the way? Like, what am I supposed um, to be well, feeling see, right now? It's, it's because we know that Jack is dating Grace, and what if Grace was jealous of Jack because she thought he had sex with someone but else? But no, like, so am I supposed compromising to, situation looks bad. Am I supposed to be like, oh, Jack, what were you thinking? Or am I supposed to be like... Oh no, what a misunderstanding. Like, I, I don't know what- This continues to support my theory that season five, for good. one reason or another, will end with Jack going to prison for some reason. <laughs> oh, if only. 
Uh, yeah, this, I mean, this is his second strike after the fucking fake ID ring that he, yeah. that he I think, took credit for. I think... <laughs> Wait a minute. This, the, like... You're, you're the ID baron. I think this... We're, like, we're putting you on death row for this. This being in the newspaper is the same as, like, Ricky being shirtless, being on the news. Like, uh-huh. there's no other reason for the characters to talk about it, because, like... That's true. Why is the why isn't the news like child sex ring busted on campus? Right. Well, no, because because then Grace wouldn't be able to look <laughs> the, at the newspaper. The news is, it's like we have to use this Christian photo. Beloved Tim, t- high school or college Tim Tebow saves the day by giving. He didn't even do anything though. Anyway, we'll okay. Let's let's uh, pull it back a little bit because we don't. Yeah. So Rick, Ricky gets home. And it's it's the next morning. He says, oh, my morning class was canceled. I'm just going to sleep until my afternoon class. And he goes to kiss Taking Amy on off the cheek. Work. And she's like, whoa, no. She says, where were you all night? Were you sure you – are you sure you were at the library and were not you with, with Jack? Jack? Mm-hmm. Wow. And he's like, why would I – no. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, why, why would I – oh, but <laughs> – yeah, he's, he's like, why would I be with Jack? And she says, you know why. And he's like, Amy, I'm really tired, I, please. And she says, tired from what? Like, what did she think? <laughs> it's really funny that every character on the show seems to think that Ricky and Jack are closer than they ever will be or ever have been. No, they had a, <laughs> they had a really fun conversation about how much it costs to fill up Jack's car with gas. Hmm. Best buds. Oh, by the way, I do want to say that Ricky definitely said library. He did! He said <laughs> library! Well, you know, he you go to the library after you get out of juvie. I have to go to the library, Amy. This weekend is it all right? <laughs> Man, Darren, you gotta work on your your words. Yeah, I forgot about this weekend. Is it all right? So Ricky, is it all right? So- Ricky summarizes what happened last night, and a- Amy's like, "Why didn't you text me about any of this?" And then he says, "Well, I I knew that you'd be upset, especially when I tell you that I walked Clementine to her dorm." Uh huh. And Amy <gasps> is gutted that Ricky didn't tell her that another human person exists in the world. I'm, like, I'm, you I don't know which thing to be madder about. Am I madder about the fact that Ricky is, as far as I know, lying? Because he he didn't walk her home, did he? He we wants don't, it, I don't he know. Wants, but, but the other thing is that Amy is like, Ugh, there was a, a predator on campus and you walked Clementine to her dorm. Did you kiss her? Right, like... You people are looking at this story from a from a, a storytelling perspective, from like oh, a I'm perspective sorry, of the sorry. actual plots. You really, I, I remember they talked about this on the on the excellent podcast of um of uh, what's it called, Journey. unabashed book snobbery, where they uh where they were discussing how after a certain point of the show they stopped looking at the plot in terms of a story with characters and just started looking at the whole thing mechanically, which is where I've gotten to my to my time with Brenda's show. This is, there's this no is a reason podcast for Rick- about Game of, Game of Thrones that Jordan's talking about. Well, no, I'm saying that there's no reason for Ricky to do these things, and there's no reason for Amy, for any of this, except for what if Amy was mad? Oh, so so we're, we're making the mistake of analyzing the story when we should just be analyzing... <laughs> The stuff that this happened. is all this is all an insight in how Brenda <laughs> writes a TV show. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this is so so Amy, Amy Amy drops the great line of Ricky. We've had sex practically every day. Isn't that enough for you? Mm-hmm. Man, George really did did a good job, I guess. He so did we a do great know job. We, that is a, a just a, a casual confirmation that Amy is like trying to go 
like just make sure that she has sex with Ricky as much as possible so he doesn't cheat on her. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Good relationship. Yeah, that's, great. that's great. Thanks. Um, um they're so like domesticated and like they seem like such an older couple. Like Ricky and Amy just like being at home. I don't know. Just from the beginning of the episode, I, I felt this way. Like they look really old. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, when she's like, what are you tired from? And he's like, I'm tired from this conversation and blah, blah, blah. And my he's back like, hurts. Yeah, he's like, I'm not happy my coming home to this. My sciatica's acting up, Amy. He's like, I'm going to throw you out this building. Well, I, sh- <laughs> I should get to come home to a, a home-cooked meal and my wife in her 50s my, apron and I get to pinch my martini. Butt. Right. Mix me my martini, yeah, woman. Exactly. And my stories Deborah, are on. Deborah! So, so Deborah. anyway. Um, Ricky throws Amy out the window. Um, and then, so then it's time for newspaper. You threw off my montage. groove, Amy. Yeah, so, so see, Amy climbs back bum, up bum, the wall bum, and bum, enters bum, through bum, the window. Bum, 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 the reason that she, she was suspicious of Ricky and thinks that he was hanging out with Jack is that she sees the newspaper article for this on the front page, which is teens love reading the paper every morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Things Ricky will isn't paying for rent, car payments. Uh, fucking everything else. Things Ricky is paying for. A newspaper subscription. Newspaper subscription. Nobody do, emails anymore, they okay? It? They just do they <laughs> read the it's newspaper. It's all print, okay? Remember when fucking uh, Ashley and Thomas were just sitting around reading the paper? Do you think that the paper delivery person brings the paper up to his, his uh, their apartment? Yes. Yes, because it's Ben. So, um, the... <laughs> Part delivery! So the newspaper is the picture of Jack handing... Um, the money to the teen, uh, and the what is the headline? It is Christian it is, uh, quarterback Christian saves yeah. teen from life of prostitution. Mm. Mm. Man, this really is just season one again. I don't what? understand why that's the story. Why is the story not child sex trafficking ring found on campus? Exposed. Yeah. Nobody cares. Uh, they only care about Jack like, because he's the main character. And it's only half of Leo says like, "Oh, this is a good spin." But like you don't have to spin that unless spin. this is the smaller story and nobody's <laughs> forcing them to use that picture. Like sure, if they had to, if that picture got out and then they had to explain it of like no, he was ha- saving her. Sure, he was saving her. But that's not like the newspaper didn't have to print that picture. They could have just yeah, said the so, other. Thing. Yeah, but then what would? But then Grace wouldn't have had anything to get about mad the at. Multiple yeah, so, okay, arrests. So, so this that is where we camp. get a funny series of scenes. George walks in with Moose. He tosses the newspaper on the counter and he. He says, Time boy, boy do I love take. reading my normal newspaper. Now to take a big sip of coffee and, and take a look. And you can guess what happens next. He does a funny spit all over it. And, and then there's a montage of other people drinking, sipping their coffee and reading the newspaper. And none of them spit. Well, that's because it would have been kind of fun if everyone had spit. Yes. Um, Why establish the pattern if you're not going to follow through? Because George is gross. But anyway, uh, I, di- I don't want to like pick apart the newspaper too much because most of the stuff on it is like whatever it's just like dummy text lorem ipsum shit who mm-hmm. cares the biggest I, largest can of hairspray is a, not an accomplishment to be overlooked <laughs> no no it's not it's not funny like that anymore except the bottom left corner has the headline lives of many don't matter <laughs> oh god uh, the republican story <laughs> Um, so that's, I mean, that's like the subheader of the, the newspaper article. It's Jack saves a person, lives with many, don't shit about anything else. <laughs> right. So, so, um, so, yeah, so we get a montage. Are- Omar and Adrian are also drinking coffee and reading the paper reading in the morning. Reading the paper. <laughs> Just like teens. 
Leo sees it. I get, you know, it's not really that much of a montage. It's George, Adrian, and Leo. Yeah. And then Leo, when Leo says it, he says, uh, Ben better not be involved in this. And, um, Why would, what do you think, Ben? Whatever. whatever. Ben walks in and Ben reads that headline and here's his takeaway. Oh, Jack's Christian again? Jack's Christian again? Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. He says, wow. He says the word wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then, wow, so. Wow. And then they talk about. They talk about um, uh, they give a, have a nuanced and unproblematic discussion of sex work again. So this is again Leo calls Ben naive for thinking that um, people like that these ki- people weren't trafficked. Um, yeah. yeah, and um, he's like, yeah. I don't know, I because would- because the way Leo says, uh, well, it's a heck of a story. Fifteen-year-old girl gets picked up by some guy, doesn't see her family for two years, and Ben's like, oh, so she just really liked it. Why did oh, she ben. just go home if she didn't like it? And, and didn't we are I mean, well, Leo takes makes this point, but I'm like, did did we not already have this conversation this with about Betty? Betty with Ben? Yeah, and then he says, Hey, oh, we, we already had this conversation with Betty. Oh. Yeah, so, so her? Leo's like, What girl would like being a hooker? And Ben and, goes, uh and he says, Don't say Betty, because Betty was brutalized. Uh-huh. Yeah, this sure. is just such a it's so fucked up to have this because is there a reason that Betty isn't in this episode besides that Jennifer Coolidge is like too good of an actress to too good for the show? <laughs> above this? Uh, she I hasn't mean, been around lately. Because if you're gonna have last we saw her, Ricky, or, she hasn't last we saw her the Leo, yet, I don't think Leo rewarded her for not taking a check for five million dollars. Like, I actually have, have a feeling that Betty's never coming back at this point. Yeah, unfortunately, if you're gonna have a story that takes place on campus, talks about like human trafficking and talks about sex work. And like the inter the intersection of those two things, and you're gonna have Leo and Ben in that conversation. Why is Betty not there? You just made me so so sad because I just realized that we could have had Betty going to the same college as all the other teens on the show. Uh, we could have had uh, classmate Betty. Oh, she could have been at university five miles away. God damn it. God damn it, I don't Brenda! Wanna fin- I don't want to do the rest of this episode. You fucking blew it on the budget. You can't Fuck get it. her anymore. Oh, this so show's over. Now. God damn it. Oh man. And anyway, like, so and the way that this sitcom, like the fact that I mean, it's not a sitcom. The way that like this TV show works, like there has to be some kind of distance from like the horribleness that is like this stuff that they're like learning about. That like, right. wouldn't it be a great idea to have it be like somebody who's not in the middle of that happening to them? Like somebody that went through it, but then is on the other side of it now and is like happy and going to school, for example, and is funny, funny Betty. Like, it, you know what though? I, I, I just hope to God that what happened was Brenda reached out to Jennifer Coolidge and was like, Hey, want to come back? And she said, no, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, better things to do. Um, and uh, so, so Leo I'm, takes I'm, a big I'm chug of respecting the, the, women's I'm shoes, playing and the he mom says, on Ben, you have no idea of the indignities and humiliation and intimidation and disrespect that women suffer because they're objectified by men. Mm-hmm. And maybe you should have uh, raised him better then. Mm-hmm. And he says, anyway, Betty was Betty was I want to finish. Betty was too busy being on Glee as the mom who cheated on Kenny Jong and had sex with Stephen Hawking. The real thing that that Jennifer Coolidge played. Oh, oh yeah, she was on her. Glee. So, uh, so Leo is, yeah, just like goes on this like random tirade about how Ben is so disrespectful to women. And in the middle, Ben is like, I haven't even had my breakfast yet. Oh, oh yeah. I really like the, the last part of Leo's thing where he mm-hmm. says, uh, how did you ever get the idea that it's okay to have sex with a woman you, <laughs> you don't really care about? Me. Because on some level, that's like treating a woman like she's property. Mm-hmm. On how? some level. 
Well, I like when Leo says, this can't be my fault. There's no way that I'm responsible for the things that my son no, did. No, I'm good. Bye. He's like, I didn't I'm raise perfect. Like that. I, yeah. I told you that you would be with Amy forever. I washed my hands of this. <laughs> um, I spoiled you rotten, and for some reason you didn't turn out right. Yeah, so Leo says, go apologize to Alice for having sex with her, because that was like treating her like she's your property somehow. Mm-hmm. And then go apologize to Amy, because you think that she belongs to you. Now that one I do agree with. Mm-hmm. And then I Ben do says, agree. okay, I'm, I'm changed, wow. man. Wait, no, so we, ha- <laughs> this was actually low-key my, my cool teen moment, because Leo is just going off on Ben for uh-huh. no fucking reason. Like, he's just like, and another thing, this reminds me, you're terrible with women. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I haven't even had breakfast yet. And Leo's like, yeah, and another thing, you know, like, I don't understand how you got this notion that Amy is yours. She's not. So maybe fucking chew on that well for breakfast. Um, and he has this whole thing. <laughs> and then it just cuts to Ben, who doesn't say, who just like pauses for a second and like takes in what Leo has said and then just goes, okay. Okay. And then he walks away. And it's okay. like, yes, huh. dude. Fuck. I feel like Ben is the only one in this scene, in this like episode that's like appropriately reacting to the like heightened emotions of everyone <laughs> around him. Like, He's I, like, I can't okay, give that my cool teen like, moment for the specific reason of Leo saying, I don't know how you got this idea that Amy is your property, considering that it's entirely Leo's fault. Oh, yeah. No, nothing that Leo said is my cool teen moment. Literally just Ben being no. like, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's time for if you see if there's a picture of Jack giving money to a sex worker in the first act. Mm hmm. You know that Grace is gonna see it in the next, in the, in the third act. Yeah, so she Grace calls... finds Tom reading the newspaper, and Tom's take on this story is, well, <laughs> it's official. Doonesbury. Jack's a Christian again. Yup. Wow. Grace calls um, Jack, and he immediately, like, before he even says hello, is just like, it's not what it looks like, and, like, explains what's happening. <laughs> Which is, it's all like true. He has a right to. Mm-hmm. Huh? It is all true, everything what? he says to yeah. Grace here. I feel like yeah. Jack has, a, has, for once in his life, justified, <laughs> because for some reason the newspaper decided to run with this story with this picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, uh, yeah, Jack explains what happened, but Grace kind of seems like she doesn't really believe him, and she's not really responding, so he's just like, oh, whatever, you don't believe me, and hangs up. Mm-hmm. And then Tom walks over, and he says... <laughs> They make it sound like it's fun. And he throws 50 spices in the trash, mm-hmm. implying that it was never a, it wasn't like a 50 Shades BDSM book. It was a book about having sex with sex workers? Remember at the end of I 50 Shades when know. Christian like whips Anna with his belt and Anna leaves because she realizes that, that she doesn't like it and hates it? No, and, I don't remember that, hate- but okay. Oh, that's it. Well, I've watched the video. I've watched the, uh, the Folding Ideas video about it. Anyways, I just think that's funny that uh, that uh, kind of it kind of works out when Tom finishes the book and he's like, "Oh, I guess these relationships aren't good." <laughs> but it's you think not... he's literally just reading Fifty Shades? Yeah, it... but it's it's uh, no. Don't tell him oh, that in the next book. And so, immediately goes back. So this is the worst though. cut. Like though. it's literally like yeah. Tom is like, it, they make it sound like it's fun, which leads me to believe that like the reason that um like. <laughs> The reason it's bad that these people are being, like, taken advantage of by a pimp is because it means that they have to have sex, which sex is inherently bad. And Tom's like, this book is about sex, but Ew, apparently gross. it ruined those people's lives. They make it so see- yeah. I'm going to throw it out. Like, sex is bad. They're not related. So it's here, not folks. related at all. This is, this is Keith's rankest cut I've ever seen, I think. 
because they're playing the funny music after Tom throws the book in the garbage. And I'll probably, I'll probably splice in the audio here because we get a hard cut, which it's from Tom and Grace to Amy and John about to leave for school. Mm-hmm. But the music has no transition at all. It just hard cuts from one music to the other. And it sounds like <laughs> fucking shit. It sounds like this. Oh, that sounded so bad. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, you had to hear Keith, that. One, I have to go back. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> okay. The conversation between uh, Jack and Grace. Um, you know, how, like whenever like the president says, like not a lot of people know this, and then he says something that like people know. It's because yeah. like he's saying something that he just learned. Yeah. So on the phone call, Jack is like, "Yeah, I can't believe that like people are such idiots about this stuff. Even me, we're like talking about the um." <laughs> the girl that he like quote unquote saved or whatever. I feel like that's Brenda being like, okay, sorry for saying that it was funny that Betty was a sex worker before because it is actually bad. And I didn't realize that. So (laughs) it's bad now. And Hey, wait a minute. Sorry. I just read it. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Why was the headline Christian quarterback saves whatever? He didn't do anything. He did not do anything. Well, He did nothing. Well, he she he, would have been like rescued by the police no matter what he did because they uh, were on their way out. What did he do? He didn't do well, anything. You but have that to picture's out there, so they if, have to explain it. They have to explain it. Also, how would else would they have explained that Jack is a Christian now? Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. So Amy is leaving for school with John, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Hey, Ricky, uh, I I I want to apologize. I don't like uh, us being mad at each other." When I when I don't trust you, it makes me hate myself. And you're the best husband in the world. And no, I don't need to see <laughs> you just a therapist. Hear Brenda, you just hear Brenda off screen like, thanks, Shailene! Yes. yes. Good job. Uh, Ricky also, reminds out her, is- her that he's not her husband. And she says, yeah, we don't need, we, we need to do something about that. And my mom, my mom just got home last home. night. Molly's back. Yay. 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 Get, bring not back Betty, episode. Brenda. And then uh, Ricky picks up his teen paper that he pays for. He's a teenager. He's still a teen. And he takes a big and sip of coffee. He reads the paper. He drinks a sip of, sip of his funny coffee. He takes a big and, sip uh, of his prune juice. Oh, and then I don't think that we see the rest of that scene. I think that's where the scene oh, ends. Oh, 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 at the end of that scene, as they are leaving, John um, says to Ricky, Bye, Africa. Did you guys Wait, hear what? that? <laughs> Bye, Africa. It would have been really funny if John had said women's rights. He should have. No, the, Just once. the subtitles said. That he says, bye, I've got to go. Or a bye, I have to well, leave. That's probably what they meant for him to say. But, but he you know, definitely that actor, says, he loves, bye, Africa. He loves to improvise. Bye, daddy. He was We're reading, he was, he was, uh, he was reading a line that was meant for, oh no, I can't remember his name. Marshall. No, the other guy. Marshall. Marshall's son. Marshall's son. Jacob. Jacob. Got it. Jacob. You can tell he's Jacob because he's the son of God, uh-huh. just like on Lost. Right. Yeah, okay, so... Um, uh, we'll never so see him again. We get a, a short scene uh, in the hallway. Ethan sees Kathy, but he walks by her uh, and doesn't say anything. And then she turns and looks sadly at him, which sucks. Stop, stop, mm-hmm. stop, stop, stop. Brenda's hand slides in from off screen and gives Kathy's actor 25 bucks. <laughs> ben is Ben is waiting for Alice outside of the bathroom. I don't know about you. If someone was like... 
waiting outside the bathroom for me and I didn't and it wasn't like I was talking to them and said hey I gotta run to the bathroom I'll be right back and then they're waiting for me outside of the bathroom if an unexpected person's <laughs> waiting outside the bathroom for me to ambush me I would not enjoy that feeling I would question how they knew I was in the bathroom yeah it's a great question is there Smells one like Allison. is there only god is there only one bathroom in the in the whole school oh you know poop city's large enough for the arkham, whole school I, I, I entered my arkham asylum <laughs> detective mode and i followed the trail of facts when you have this much money alice you can afford wall hacks oh. so uh ben apologizes to alice for taking advantage of her and she's like whatever let's just be friends i respect, she's I respect like, women you didn't now. really take advantage of me like i also was being weird in that situation yeah, so Henry sees them yeah. hug it out, and he gets mad, and Ben says, Henry, I'm sorry, and Henry says, eh, and um, Alice says, hey, let's, let's just, fi- let's just work this out, the sooner the better, and Ben mm-hmm. says, also, if you're going for Dylan, may the best man win. Mm-hmm. That's not how this works, Ben! And Alice says, way to not be objectifying women anymore. Right, like, <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. I love women. Um, when they're- let's win Dylan! Yeah. When, when, um, when Ben and Alice are hugging outside of the bathroom, um, there's like a moment before Henry walks up that, uh, they're hugging, the door opens and an extra comes out of the Yeah! Back. First of all, I thought that that was going to be a bigger thing because they're kind of in her I thought way. it was going to be like Dylan or something and, and Dylan was going to be like, wow, I see how yeah, it is. Yeah, or like there would be an awkward moment where they're like fucking in the way of people trying to get in and out of the bathroom. Also, the, that extra the, that, looks yeah. right at the camera. That well, what well, that was was no, that was an break. actual Just, student okay. of Ulysses S. Grant High School in in uh, I gotta Van fucking go to the bathroom. <laughs> They're filming outside of the fucking bathroom now. That, that was a child who had me? diarrhea and was not able to vacate the area before they began filming. You know, there's other reasons that people need to be in the bathroom besides having horrible diarrhea. I, no. I'm thinking of a reason that you would be in the bathroom for a long enough amount of time that you would be in there after they or before they begin setting up and during the actual filming. Mm-hmm. Man, can you imagine a situation more awkward than having horrible diarrhea and being um, Alice's actress? What's her name? Uh, Amy, Amy Ryder. Ryder. And having to just like, cause, cause they don't film inside the bathroom. She just has to walk outside of the bathroom. So she just for a brief moment is waiting for a cue. You can and actually a hear it when she the opens stall. the door yeah. and walks out. You can hear the person having diarrhea in there. And you can see the stink lines <laughs> so coming out too. <laughs> I you love can this see the poop real city situation. Sign on the door. I don't know why I'm like genuinely thinking about this situation that we've just made up. For this <laughs> no, it's podcast. true. Anyway, uh, Alice says, Ben, you don't understand what objectifying women is by, but we're still friends. So we're best friends. So Ben sees Amy walking Wait, n- in. No, no. <laughs> and Ben does not say, Alice, you don't understand what objectifying women is. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Alice, Alice says that you to need ben. to have a lesson yes. about, se- uh, about fem- feminism. Let me teach you about the Seneca no, Falls ben, Convention. Ben does not teach her a thing. No, it's, it's just back to her being like, you're dumb. Ben says it's time for me to have it's time for me to do something I should have done fucking four seasons no five seasons ago yeah yeah. so Ben goes over to Amy and he tries to make casual small talk about the funny newspaper but Amy's not interested Mm -hmm. yeah read the papes he says Amy I'm sorry for being Ben Boykovich from the secret life of the American teenager for the (laughs) past few years yes I can't apologize for this it's who I am and she says uh okay Ben some crimes can never be committed Never maybe be in another life uh, no yeah and she's like good no. apology he Going says great. he says i apologize he says i've learned a lesson in respecting women i should have realized that you don't belong to me you belong to your husband legal husband ricky <laughs> yay as as is the way of the world brenda hampton and she's like 
no. And he's like, right, no, no. no, no. I don't belong to anyone. And then Ben's like, oh, okay. And then Ben's just oh, okay. like, so it really is over, huh? He's <laughs> just like, Ben. <laughs> ben, okay, it's it really is over five, season. Ben. Yeah. And she's like, it's been we over for a long time. We could get back together. It's, it's, we still got a couple episodes left. God. Yeah. She, so um, she's like, uh, yeah, Ben, you don't need to be weird about this. Like, we're still friends as, as we were yesterday. And then Ben says, no. And yeah, Ben's like, no, I need space. We can't mm-hmm. be friends for a while. Maybe if even I have years. friends with you, I'll want. Remember when Ben and Amy just like had a casual conversation outside of like Luigiano's pedophile pizza? No, I don't remember that. Oh well, you were. I, you were, I doesn't sound that. like the kind of yeah. thing that would happen. So <laughs> they were just having like a friend conversation, and the guy was like, "Hey, you're a hey, sexy doll. teenager." Yeah. Uh, okay. So so this is this is the worst part of this scene. Somehow is that Amy's like. Look, Ben, you're a really nice guy. I'm sorry that you felt like I was wrecking your life. How did this become Amy apologizing to Ben? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I, I, I see the words written by Brenda Hampton at the beginning of every uh, episode, so I know exactly why. Yeah, it's weird. Wait, well, th- this is what I, when, when when you're talking about like, oh, it, it feels like the show, like Ethan is Ben if the show knew that what Ben did was bad. Mm-hmm. Except that now Amy is like reassuring Ben and apologizing to him. Yeah. What did it, but like, what, what, all Amy did was get teen pregnant and then Ben dated mm-hmm. her. Her big, her mistake, she's apologizing for dating Ben. It's back to that thing. It's the fucking. I mean, the, she should apologize for that. It's the thing that I mean, Leo she should. Was, to me. He should, yeah. <laughs> it's the thing that Leo was talking about in the last episode that I was fucking on when he was like, Ben falling in love with Amy ruined his whole life. His whole teen <laughs> life. And Amy it now is like, yeah, that's still true. That's correct. But if I it's agree. anyone's fucking fault on this show, it's Leo's yeah. fault. Because Leo is the one who encouraged it and said, you got to get married to this and girl. And the show yeah. pointed that out for one of- episode and they will never mention it again. Yeah, it's no longer like, Leo's like, fault. And Leo's like, like, I don't remember like, doing that, any of that. So, no. Well, I, I, not to I say tried that to talk ben to him. It's, partially, I did like, my part. Not to say Ben isn't responsible for his own actions, but like Amy, Amy is the least culpable for all of Absolutely. this. She did nothing. All she did was get teen pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Amy leaves and Dylan walks over and she's like, hey, I had a nice time with Henry last night, but you're free to counter by asking me out if you want. And he says, yes. And she says, uh, I can't. My parents still won't let me. Otherwise, the was answer this, would have been yes. And I, and was she walks Dylan away. Messing, uh-huh. I don't know if this was her owning him. Yeah, I can't tell if Dylan is owning Ben online or if she's like actually Ben. Right, I, still I, like I legitimately you. couldn't I tell if this was if this was actually supposed to be Dylan being like, "Oh, I really wish I could," but like if this was just her way of telling him that she still can't. I don't know what this was. I think it's I think it's her saying like, um, "The competition is still open, but Henry has an advantage." Mm. <laughs> because because Ben makes like happy cuck face afterwards. <laughs> like she's like. But if I could, I would happy say yes. Face. And he's like, oh, oh hubba hubba. Exactly. Oh. Speaking of happy cuck face, Jack is here at high school because oh they forgot, God. I he's guess. He's here at high school. Yeah, what the fuck? He says that, like, practice has been called off because so many of the football men were arrested for uh, having sex with... Uh, like children. Yeah, he said he says they couldn't they couldn't play they couldn't do football practice because a bunch of people were suspended or arrested. Actually, no, well so the re- the reason that they don't have practice Oh, no, I'm pra- oh. practice isn't canceled. So Grace is like were you kicked off the the team? Is that why you're here? And he's like oh, no, right, but some people yeah. were kicked off the team. Um the people that got arrested were definitely kicked off the team and suspended. He's not at practice, 
because he's too Christian and it's drawing too much he's attention too to Christian. him. Brenda is there, so persecuted. There he is, the Christian. That's the thing that really kills me about this is that it's not like oh, because it, it it would be one thing if it was like oh that headline is causing me too much attention. He right. literally says the word Christian in the headline is causing me too much attention. Yep, Christians these days are really a persecuted group if you think about it. Brenda Hampton, twenty nineteen, <laughs> twenty. Yeah, so apparently Coach Alore told him to skip practice and go to high school and talk to Grace. Brenda, today. Go hang out with Jack, your high school girlfriend. Pappas, go to, go high, to school high school today, Jack. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, Ben will call you a pervert. Yeah, so Jack tells Grace, he's like, I like you and I care about you and I respect you and I'm sorry for sleeping around and trying to make you have sex with me and I'm going to be a better man. Happy he season does, five. Aww. He does the same thing I can't wait for does. this to show up. At, Happy season five. I can't wait for this to show up in the previously on next episode and then Jack's going to be like, I gotta get my nut now. <laughs> I so, gotta fuck. I gotta fuck anyone. Jack and Grace kiss and then Kathy walks by and the camera follows her as she goes over to talk to Ethan, which sucks. <laughs> She's counting her Brenda money. <laughs> yeah, so Kathy says, hey. Why aren't you talking to me? And he's like, well, you told me not to talk to you at school anymore, and I respect what you say. And she says, since when? Which means that Kathy was playing hard to get? Uh She fucking wants him to be disrespectful to women when and not she told him don't talk to me riches. at school anymore what she was thinking was haha because this I guy doesn't respect me he'll talk to me anyway she was, i win she said like but i was looking at you so it's don't talk to me unless i look at you and then it's okay again well that's the signal it's on that's the signal like, that you're if free you look to, at a free person, to talk what? come on free to talk let's chat i was looking at you <laughs> right i mean it's it's like pokemon rules of engagement right he walks by and she's looking at him and he just gets magnetized and she walks straight at him and she's like hey i love shorts i wanna my favorite thing are shorts and adopting your baby Ethan wants to talk run away give me thirty dollars please and so she's like i win she's like yeah these people are gonna adopt my baby but they do suck shit and i don't like being around them so I don't know. why does she you're right for being them? a jerk well they're t- well he says they're she says they're too perfect they're too perfect they're yeah. so they're too understanding and then and ethan nice. ethan says like well you see we're you know we're not saints either i uh a lot of people don't remember this but i was uh introduced to the show distributing child pornography mm-hmm. and yep, Brent we're, says, so- I love we're all sinners here the mayor the woman who runs a free daycare, me who distributed child porn, and you who got teen pregnant. We're all equal here. We're all, We're all equally bad. Yeah. So, so they- Ethan, Ethan is like, okay, I admit though, they are saints and they'll be great parents. And she's like, yes. And then he holds out her hand and he holds out his hand. Excuse me. He holds out her hand. Here, take this. I'll, you can have it back. <laughs> Hold on to it for a she second. She stitches it back on. He holds out his hand and she takes his hand and they walk down the hallway and they're playing the sweet music and that's Brenda Vision. Fuck off. You hear Brenda clapping from off that screen. Is, that is Brenda's vision. So this is, okay. This fucking, I hate this. I hate this Yay. so much. Because this whole episode is, is like, the whole episode minus the last 45 seconds is, hey, uh, what Ben has been doing in his, like, in regards to women and specifically Amy, like, is really fucked up. And like, it's bad that he acted like this. He was a jerk for assuming that he could you know, be in charge of Amy's yeah, life. Yeah, sure, seems like that would be the baby. moral, huh? Right? And then, like, 
and then a- Brenda like snuck in one last half a page of dialogue to be like, no, it's good actually. What Brenda is telling us is that women are playing hard to get and is that this, you shouldn't respect women's is wishes just what because season they're five is going to be though because the episode where Kathy met her friends, the whole episode seemed like the lesson was going to be that girls should be nice to each other. But then her friends stayed her friends and they ha- had a birth mother cringe compilation video. I think that Brenda is trying to do reverse morals on us and make us worse people. <laughs> They're subverting She's like, if you're going to cancel my show, any teenager still watching is going to be fucked up if they listen to what I have to say. <laughs> God. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Um, favorite least favorite, least favorite Yeah. Man, that's a hard question. Uh, favorite character? I said Margaret Cle- Clementine? I, no, I Margaret- would give it to Clementine if she wasn't still partially you're right toward margaret margaret for fucking laying down the law and obviously at least is it is it fair to say least favorite character is like fucking greaseball epstein <laughs> or yeah or is there someone is can we pick someone who besides him i would fucking say even. child sex track of trafficker yeah uh i would say he doesn't count because like of course do yeah. we also, does our list of unchoosable characters have to grow even more? Cause now it's, uh, <laughs> yes. Ricky, By George, the end of the and podcast, Ethan. There will be no viable choices. Who is your least favorite character that isn't Ricky, George, Ethan, uh, Ben, Henry, fucking Amy, <laughs> Grace, uh, or I like Adrian. that extra in the blue shirt. The, the, <laughs> nice the girl shirt. with the diarrhea no, in the bathroom was really funny. Damn it. Oh man. Um, we regret my, to inform the you blue- that the blue shirt extra is racist. <laughs> my favorite character of this episode was Ben. Because he fucking, he just listened, his dad yelled at him, and he was like, fair point, dad. He did tell Amy that she belongs to Ricky. He, but then- He did also tell Amy that he could never be around her anymore because he still loves her too much. But then when Amy was like, I don't belong to Ricky, he was like, yeah, you're you're right, belong was the wrong word. He's learning. (laughs) You don't belong to Ricky, you belong to me. I guess, I guess we'll see. We'll see how he does by the end of the show. I'm going to go ahead and not watch any more episodes and just believe that Ben is good now and the end. Um, least favorite character is definitely Ethan because uh, yeah. he sucks and he didn't learn anything. If he learned anything, he's the opposite it's he of sh- learned things. He, Kathy was like, I wish you had he got rewarded me for less. being shitty. He got rewarded for, you know, he tried and got in trouble for being right, not Kathy shitty got to mad her. at him for listening to her. Right. My favorite character was Amy because she mentioned her mom and wasn't homophobic. Oh shit! No, she's, I think she's cured. She did it in a vacuum. She's fine. She did, she's healed. She did mention her mom no, in the same favorite. sentence as the wedding, which implies that she's going to invite her mom to the wedding. Ooh. Oh, that's true. So, yeah. No, I think favorite character Margaret. Least favorite character. <sighs> yeah, Ethan fucking sucks so bad, dude. My second, yeah. my runner-up is definitely Margaret because she rules. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's for that's this episode. The episode. Uh, we're running super long. You said there was one question you wanted to do. Did I? Yes. Let's see. I thought you did. Um, you read it before the episode, see. and you were like, "This is great." Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> we can uh, do one question. question if you this have a question, question says slash ask Um, now do not electrocute me to death. This does break our rule, but this is from a, a listener, so kill them. Um, I Brendiavolo have used my Who king has, crimson to a. Re- Anonymous, <laughs> I, Bren Diavolo, have used my King Crimson to erase time and skip past all the scenes of character development that would have been too hard to write. Which of the off-screen <laughs> plot points would you would, uh, would you most and least like to see restored? Oh, man. I, here's the thing. I think the one that breaks my brain forever is the one where Adrian decides mind. not... Yeah, but I don't want to see that scene because it <laughs> sucks. 
So I honestly think I least want to see that one, but I also don't want Adrian to get the, or I want Adrian to get the abortion. The problem is I don't um, remember any of those scenes off the top of my head except for that one. But I feel like, wasn't there like, wasn't there a thing where like Ashley and Amy like had a, had a, like they made up or something off screen? I think so. That sounds like it happened. Let's see that. Yeah. I Val, what scene would you... You've watched all the show. Yeah. Having watched from the beginning, I want to see the scene where Ben arrives at Alice's house and says, hey, can we talk? I want to... And then Alice says... No, she came over, she came over to his, his house. Uh, they woke up in his bed. No, no, no. Just that, the one from this episode. I just oh, don't I want that scene to start with... Is it because you were jealous of me dating Dylan? Yeah. But most of all, I just wish we'd have gotten more scenes of Henry playing Mahjong. I want to see every yeah. time that we cut away after uh, Lenny, the butcher shop extra, smiles and laughs. I want to <laughs> see what he does after that. That's a good question. I mean, it's not a question. I want. You know where's I mean. Lenny's spinoff? Oh, man. We have we have some questions from the last episode that we never uh, answered, but we'll, we'll answer those even later because long we're episode. Going for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Val Thank you for only that allowed question. to be I enjoyed, on long episodes. I enjoyed the joke and I enjoyed the question. Mm, me too. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Twitter.com. What? Sorry. Oh. Uh, speaking of questions, this is okay. Uh, I just need to clear my name because the last time I sent in a question, you guys read it and you were very confused by it, the wording of it. Okay. Because okay. you were like, what if the secret life of the team, the team, what? You were confused. What I was trying to say when I, I was asking about what superpowers they would have, uh, the teens. Do you remember this? Okay. Yeah, I remember. I'm trying so hard. So I, my question was... I remember Jordan not what being if, able to read it. <laughs> the question was, what if the secret life of the teenagers was that they had superpowers? Okay, that makes That's perfect sense. Oh, not what if the secret life of the teenagers... Okay. Oh, my Jesus God, Christ, so Jordan. fucking stupid. <laughs> Do I need to read them from now on? What if the secret life of the teenagers was... I thought you called the show what if... Oh, you my thought, God. Yeah, you thought that the... I was Why am I show? so stupid? <laughs> Why am I so dumb? Okay, so this is going to be the last episode that Jordan me? is on. Uh, I'll figure something out moving forward. Anyway, uh... <laughs> Full time! Congratulations, Val! Yay. You're the new host. Yay! I'm a canning. I'm a tube man. All right, let's let's get out of here. Twitter.com slash jurgenit, uh, jurgenit.tombo.com. Twitter.com slash bradipusrexes me. Twitter.com slash positive stresses you. I'm sorry. That's not <laughs> now you're the tube man. Okay. Twitter. All right. This is gonna be the last episode that I'm on. Val, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> just, just Val, you're the sole host. <laughs> Twitter.com slash positive stresses me. Twitter.com slash bradipusrex is Jordan. Val, where can people find you? Twitter.com slash flight And you can listen to nine out of the last 15 episodes of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat Just a Fact. You're the new me! Hey. Yay! 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 And Sam got out, so everyone's happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a Discord that you can join. Any of our episode posts will have the link for that. Uh, you can subscribe to us on patreon.com slash jurgenit. One dollar gets you a mildly special role in our Discord and access to any of our bonus content. Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgen's readings, fanfiction readings, circle jerk episodes, episode commentaries, and the Grant High School Exchange Program, Ooh. our monthly podcast where we watch various high school teen movies. I, just yesterday, watched the wonderful film of High School Musical 2. And we will be recording our episode on that this weekend, and I am looking forward to it. It's good. What time is it? Summertime. It's November, you fucking idiot. That's not a time. That's a month. 
Oh, it's, sorry, it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> All right, so uh, from now on, the podcast will be two of Val. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> $5 gets you a shout-out in the podcast, a pretty special Discord role, and you can send in a message that we'll read in uh, Ben Voice ASMR optional. $10 gets you all that, an incre- plus an incredibly special Discord role that lets you listen to the recordings live. Thank you to our $10 and $5 subscribers. Valerie and- W. Valerie W. It always it always weirds me out so much saying the name when the person's on the podcast. Val- <laughs> Valerie W. Destriok, H. Cape, Stephanie Ruff, Doctor B. Dandy, Colby, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all so very much. Thanks. 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 You can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com. We are hosted on noisespace.xyz, the home for podcasts such as Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die that Val is on. Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. The Island Shuffle. Fear baiting which Val uh, is the on. The stick. Radish. Uh, ham, ham, ham steak. My pod cabbages. Tuning? Fear baiting. No, I already said that one. Uh, Elite Full Restore, uh, Matt's Pokemon podcast, I think, has a new episode uh, that went up today. Fantastic Satisfaction, which is coming back. Very yeah, nice. Allegedly. Uh, and, like we always say... Thanks, Brenda. Oh, also, I was on another episode of Extra Credit. It's about energy drinks. Oh, yeah, I listened to that. Man, I'll talk that to you about was... this off the air. Those are some of the dumbest people I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, listen right. to Jordan's episode on Extra Credit where they talk about energy drinks. Uh, and like we always say, get her done. Thank you. Thanks. And thanks, Brenda. And uh, thanks, Brenda. I, hate, I hate doing that every week now, but I feel like I have to. It's, it's our punishment for doing this podcast. That we make <laughs> yeah, ourselves we have that. to. <laughs> Bye. 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 And can we get a Brenda Vision? Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.